Fuck yeah. I really like that emote. What's up, Dan? Hello. I pushed the wrong button, so there was no fade. It just clicked into us being live. Welcome to This Might Sound Fall Guys. Uh, <laughs> brought to you by Fall Guys. Definitely not brought to you by Fall Guys. That was Genesis by a band called Justice. I almost said that backwards, and that's mm-hmm. very easy to do. I've gotten confused before. I'm like, wait, this is Genesis? That's remarkable. Hello, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. This podcast is not called This Might Sound Fall Guys. <laughs> this podcast is called This Might Sound Stupid. Uh, sorry for starting late. I mean, we always start late. But there was a Microsoft update, and it broke audio on Audacity. No. It broke audio oh, on yeah. OBS, but not on Audacity. Audacity was fine. Also, by the way, I didn't start recording on either thing right away. So, like, the first five seconds of that song is just... Not there in the recording. Yeah, no one needs it. Uh, if this is your first time listening to us, you should subscribe to us. And just, uh, you can subscribe to us and then forget you subscribed. That's fine with us. Uh, but it's cool to see our subscribers grow. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at TMSS underscore podcast. You should follow us on Twitch. What's up, Kibby? Glad to see you, man. Uh, yeah, just follow us on Twitch. I think the, the live version of the podcast is probably the most fun. Um, I, w- I went up north with my sister last week, which is why we didn't do a podcast. And she was like, what's your podcast? I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> I was like, okay, Gina, I don't, think it's, I don't think it's your thing, but you can subscribe on Twitch. I don't know how Twitch no. works. No, no, you follow. We, we, we don't have enough... We're not partners. So you cannot subscribe. You to can't us. subscribe to us. You can follow us. You can write us checks instead of in the mail. Yeah, you can that do counts. That. You can do that. It costs money to host our podcast every week. Uh, wait, it doesn't cost. It costs us money every month, but we host the podcast every week. There's power involved. Well, beef's here. Schwatz here. Kibby's here. Javin's here. Rolo's here. I'm. Kanana Dan's here. Kanana Dan's here. Um, as always, we're brought to you first and foremost by Joey, the good boy. We'll check in with Joey. I don't think this camera is good enough. Hold on. Let me go into studio mode. No, you can't see the cream cheese Amber threw on his head. <laughs> throwing cream cheese at your dog? <laughs> we, we had Tan Chuck tonight. And so Amber had, uh, cream cheese puffs and she like ripped one open to like, cause they're too big to eat in one bite. So she ripped it open and the cheese just went and like splatted right on Joey's head. Uh, and you guys might also hear me yelling at my dog occasionally uh, because it's really bad allergy season for Joey and he's itching himself like crazy. And he'll, you might see me throw a roll of paper towels at him or something because sometimes he literally, speaking of allergies, my nose is itchy as fuck. He, uh, sometimes he can't stop. And so you got to help him stop. He started doing that last week when you were gone. Did he? It gets yeah, it gets bad. I would just go Joey, just, but I'll just shove him. Yeah, with my you foot. just shove him with your foot because he get like he gets. He, it's like his face will itch or his ear will itch, and then because it feels so good, he gets the dog kick. You know what I mean? Like if you scratch a dog's belly, they start kicking. 
And so he can't, like, he just gets in this loop, and you literally you have to physically stop him. Some years it gets so bad that we have to put a cone on him. Uh, last year it didn't, so hopefully that's the case this year. Uh, we're also brought to you by Mike Long. Uh, we're, we're not live on our feed. Mike Long is a very talented designer, and he designed all of our uh, all of our stuff. He's from Minnesota, and I love him. And Can you show the new thing? And we, What? New thing? Oh, I don't have it queued up. No. Okay. Uh, I think he only texted it to me, too. Mike, he designed us a shirt. Logo. Logo. Uh, we have to figure out how to put it on a shirt. Um, he's not listening to me, so I'm, I can text him. What are you drinking? What are you drinking, Dan? Uh, I stopped at Barrel Theory and got some Crowlers. Uh, this one's called X Games Mode, and it's a IPA. Whoa. Me and Mike spoke too much. Me and Mike were texting about cereals earlier. He was at the grocery. <laughs> we've we, we've done this quite a quite a bit uh, throughout our ten, throughout our tenure as friends. Um, we'll go to the go to the grocery store and text one another like, "What? I don't know what cereal to get. What cereal should I get?" I told him I've been destroying Fruit Loops for about two months. He said he was going to get Lucky Charms, which I thought was a really good idea. But then he got Always a good idea. Then he got Sugar Puffs. And I just feel like that Golden Puffs, the cheap version of Smacks. So I sent him a gift that said, you blew it. Mm. You blew it. Mm-hmm. I don't... It's not... It's not a bad cereal. But it's not a good cereal. I don't hate them. But like, I'm trying to think, like, what, what's the reason to get that cereal? I got my cooler here. It's a uh, igloo cooler. It's called the Playmate. I love it. I didn't have to use it up in the cabin this year because we didn't go on the boat because there was like nobody there. Keeps my beer nice and cold. Igloo, if you want to sponsor the podcast, just let me know because I love my little Playmate cooler. I am drinking my last well-received. I'm very sad. I think I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is my favorite beer of 2020. Not that I've experienced too many new beers. Uh, I also really liked... What was that one that I said I wanted? The, the, the baseball jacket? Whatever that one was. It was a lager. It was really good. Only if you added salt, though. So, yeah, I think this is by oh, far... Spare parts. No, oh, no, spare parts was really good. But I've only had one of those. Well, For, we'll, we'll say Blackstack is your, is your brewery of the year. That, that they would be all, They made all of them. That would be fair. Blackstack makes spare, spare parts. Yep, and Fugazi and Fugazi grew on me because I tried mm-hmm. it on the podcast. I didn't like it as much, but you got to drink that shit out of a glass. That that out of a can after Monolon eating the food. No, that's that's uh, the lemon one. They're sh- oh. they're shandy. That's after yeah. Monolon. I got one of those left, and I'm saving for Monolon. Ba- basic is not yeah. That's basic lemon zest. Basic. basic is really good, but this this beat basic for me. It's for sure the best beer of 2020 summer. I didn't get to try any new Barrel Theory beers this this summer because uh, of COVID and just not mm-hmm. having time or making the effort to get down there. Yeah. Don't Ooh. drink local. Black Sacks local, you dick. It's, it's basically across the street. Isn't it in St. Paul? Yeah. 
Nice. That was a good crack. Nice. Sometimes I think it gets too loud for Discord, and Discord will, like, mute it. Think it's a song? Man, I, this fucking game that Schwat told me to download for free or whatever and said it's like Dark Souls, which it's not. Uh, I've gotten to play, like, four minutes of it because every time I go to play that game, it's going to fucking update. Was, really? Yeah, I was going to go. I was. I got to play it for a little bit, uh, like, late this afternoon, early evening. And then I was like, okay, I'll get Nemo to bed, and then I'll have, like, 45 minutes to play before I got to start the podcast. And I came downstairs, and it was, there was another fucking update. It was like, Jesus Christ. Uh, so far, it seems very easy. Oh, no. Like, the, those first parts are easy. Me and JR got train wrecked by, like, a boss, like, two stages past. Okay. I have a... It, it, it can get overwhelming. I have a pet peeve with games that are trying to be Souls-like. Because the, the thing I love... The thing that I didn't really like about Bloodborne... Mm-hmm. That I know there are Bloodborne people who would jump down my throat. But that I love about the uh, Souls games and uh, Sekiro... Is that, like it's never like it's never just hard to be hard mm-hmm. it's always like a challenge and a puzzle to figure out i felt like at bloodborne sometimes it was just they were just like oh they want hard this will be hard and it's just like this isn't it's just stupidly overwhelming and so i think mm-hmm. a lot of games that try to be souls like can fall into that error and it's an error in my opinion where it's like i'm not i'm not i don't want the game to just be hard it's easier to make it overwhelming than it is to make it like technically challenging. Correct. It's easier to just have it be hordes of enemies and be like, re- like, oh my god, like just really overwhelming instead of like challenging. I like what Javin says. He's a FromSoft elite. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I for sure am. No, I barely played. Th- I barely had a chance to play that game. I got the first checkpoint and into the first area. And I had I got to the first like enemy with a big sword that I had to dodge, but then I have I had to be a parent, so I couldn't play anymore. And then I had to download, so I couldn't play anymore. Dan, Brobs, Brobs, Also, everybody, if you want to email us, you can email us <laughs> at this way yeah. stupid at gmail.com. I don't remember if I said that, so I'm just going to say it. I need, to, I need to drink more alcohol. What's going on Fall Guys, Dan? Let's check in with Fall Guys. Big Fall Guys news. <laughs> it was might have been the most popular thing on the internet this week was one specific facet of Fall Guys. Uh, there's, there's a streamer that I enjoy watching sometimes named Tim the Tap Man. Yep. And people make fun of him because he kind of looks like an egg because he's bald. And so it was easy to put his face on like the Fall Guys little bean man. <laughs> but he started playing and then people started making fun of him after the first couple days because he just wasn't like winning. Uh, and then the Fall Guys Twitter found out and so they started making fun of him. And then Everybody started like paying attention to the fact that like he hadn't won at Fall Guys, okay. and it became 
a thing. Okay. To where it was like, to where it became like the trending thing on Twitter when he was playing was that <laughs> he hadn't actually won at Fall Guys, and it got to the point where like he'd been playing like on the third day he had like hundred like seventy thousand people watching him on Twitch, and people like enough people were watching him that they could get into his games. Like people were spamming start. Yeah. At the second he was starting, and people were just grabbing onto him and like griefing him like in game to like make it so he couldn't win. Yeah. They were like shoving him and like trying to knock him off stuff. And then, you know, like it, it finally came to a head yesterday. And yeah, there was like, yeah, there was like 280,000 people watching like ESPN had like written an esports article. Like the fact that he had won, like everyone like it was just, it become like, it just become this weird, like internet, weird internet meme sports cultural yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, and then he finally won. And he, he finally did it. <laughs> I want. Like, I gotta. Like it, I gotta go like, a video of him winning. There are like clips of like of him getting real mad because like he'd be on like a certain game and all of a sudden like a, like a dude in a dinosaur would just like grab him and just like like shove him <laughs> off the face. Be like, this is what I'm fucking dealing with. These kids <laughs> are cheating at this game for six year olds. Like. <laughs> And it, and it was, and it just, it just like grew and grew and like, yeah, it was, yeah, he got, yeah, he got like six thousand wow, subscribers. That's the, awesome. Like the, like the second he won, was he? Pretty... He already had like, he already had like forty two thousand. Yeah, so he just put him like forty nine thousand, but that's still a lot. But Tim and Tapman's good. He's good. Yeah, it, that's the thing, and I, th- I think that's where you know it's, it was easier to do it for someone like him than some like d bag streamer that was just like, like since he's liked as like a person it was easier to like make it a thing about him and not have to worry about like him like yelling the n-word on stream or something like that yeah for, like, doing something stupid and obnoxious yeah yeah but, I'll so that was, look so it was very wholesome that's whole, fun i i heard about that game i haven't had a chance to play it yet i heard about it from uh steven spong from able gamers oh yeah um and i yeah and then i put it in pc dudes and was like this looks fun and then i just haven't I haven't had time. I'm too busy. The Fall Guys Twitter account making fun of him the whole time was very entertaining as well. What's up, yep. Thirty Six Ninjas? Yeah, it just it just it just kind of grew into its like yeah like as as internet memes do like it it just kind of came to like a like a crescendo that's or like fun. yeah that's fun. Mm-hmm. The uh, the streamer I love Lobos Junior really the only streamer I watch anymore. Is playing a game that I think I'm going to download and play f- as my next game because I think Wade's right. I don't think I'm going to like this whatever Ashes of the Wake. No, that's a Lamb of God album. Ashes, something, something Ashes. I don't know what this game is. I don't think I'm going to like it because it just it feels like a billion other games I've played before. Revenant uh, from the Ashes. There it is. Revenant from the Ashes. It's not a bad game. It's just it's like Mike said. I'm a FromSoft elitist. It's probably not what you're looking for. Um, I have been playing Hollow Knight, although not much since I got back from vacation. I played it a lot before vacation. Uh, uh, excuse me. Did that come through on mic? Try not, so. try not to burp on mic. Um, Jesus. Oh, I burp on mic all the time at work. Oh, I get it. M-I-K-E. Mm-hmm. I in my mind I was like you burp on th- when you're doing three thousand. It's like when, when people are calling, just like burping at just them. Just huge burps. Oh yeah. Excuse me. 
I'm in tech support. I burp because my nachos. <laughs> my code red. Um, Hollow Knight, yeah, it's very fun. I think I'm at like 87% completed on that game, 87 or 88. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't know that I'll go through and do the rest. Like, because at this point, it's like, it's like going through and hitting walls and like searching for secrets. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when I, because somebody pointed out with Sekiro at one point, somebody was like, do you know you're like 92% done with that game? And I've like never 100%ed a game ever. And I was like, oh, really? So then I just, I quick looked up the last like whatever percent and went and did it just to do it. And I just, I don't feel like running around in hollow knife uh, hollow knight unless there's a like boss fights i'd be interested in doing uh rollers is the last five percent will take up about 90 percent of your gameplay time yeah and uh, it's like the things i've been doing have been like running around and just i had marked all these areas and going into them and mm-hmm. it's just it's kind of dinky but that game was awesome i really enjoyed hollow knight um and then, yeah, this other game that I want to try next, I think, is called Hellpoint. It's like Event Horizon meets Dark Souls. It's like Dark Souls in space. And I've been watching uh, Lobos play it. It looks pretty cool. I, that game, that game, I think, is the game I'm going to play next. It's also like 30 bucks, and I still have a $15 uh, Steam gift card that Amber got me. So it'd be like fifteen. Bucks. I, I, I could see this. Yeah, it definitely just it looks like from like the gameplay trailer, very much Dark Souls in space. Yeah, and I've been watching Lobos play it, and he's been really enjoying it, and I love him because he's a Dark Souls streamer essentially. So I'll trust him. So I think that's what mm-hmm. I'm going to play next. Unless I play, I'm going to give this game because it was free. I'm going to give it a little bit of time, and if it turns out to be fun, I'll keep playing it. Okay. It- I don't know what, I don't know what the, next, the next like big game like. I'll play Cyberpunk when that comes out, but that's not till like October oh, or man. November or something like that. I'll, I'll play the shit of, Octo- of uh, Cyberpunk of, out of October. Oh, October, man! Mike uh, Long has such a giant boner for that game. Who does? Mike Long, one of our sp- oh. one of our sponsors. Oh, then we have to play if it, if it's sponsor content. <laughs> he is. He's no, pretty, I, I, he's pretty excited for that game. Either it's because of like the way this year's gone in COVID stuff. Like it's you you forget about things like that. So yeah. like it's I would probably be a lot more excited for it because I've been seeing stuff about it. And like it'd been like a lot more prevalent. Yeah. Uh, but it, it it seems to check a lot of the boxes of the things I like. Where I, it's like random loot drops. You're like running around, cool looking, you know, action game. I'll RPG. give I'll give it a shot because I liked. Witcher 3 so much, but I know for a fact that a part of what I liked about Witcher 3 so much was its setting. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that the setting of uh, Cyberpunk is going to hold my attention as much, because I don't, that kind of like, I don't know. I My worry is that you're not going to be out in the, the like fifth element world as much. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, I remember Halo, I, I like have a cloudy memory of Halo, but in the first Halo game, it was like you were outside and it was really cool. But then a lot of the game, because it's just easier and the texture packs are smaller sizes, 
is like running around in dimly lit dark places. Did Just, you play Deus Ex? No. No, I can't remember if you did. Or is not. that CD Projekt Red? No. Okay. Uh, it. I, I, I'm assuming a lot of it will be uh, indoors because, like, you're basically going to be like driving around a like a huge city. I think there is like desert areas because I think it's like a Grand Theft Auto map almost, where it's like there are areas that are like like open areas, but otherwise you're also in this huge midnight city. Yeah, and I. I'm. I don't know why, but I feel like that will hold my attention less. Okay. But I'll still. I loved Witcher Three so much. I'll still give that game a shot. I might watch some people stream it first. To just that would be a good thing, just to kind of see the, the beginning of the game to see if it's kind of what if you're it holds for. my attention. Yeah. Um. Hold on. Before we move on, because everybody's here, and I want to talk about the thing we were talking about in movie night. But before I do, is this okay? It's coming over. Are you, are you, wait, are you putting the graphic for yeah, Dan's I just, recap? I just, oh, no. I just have to put it over my face. Okay. So that is Mike Long's awesome... Meat beer. ...design for me, for the meat beer shirt. It says Bropes. Um, I think technically the way we would spell Bropes is just B-R-O-P-S. No, like, because... Probes has a T. It does. Like, okay, it, like, so he did it right. Because he asked me, he was like, "I don't know if this is how you spell it, but it fits. Pr- it like looks so nice the way he kind of bookended it in here." Because yeah, I know the word is prost, right? Yeah, I forget exactly how it's spelled. I'm sure there's a T in it. Man, by the way, this fuck. Oh, you guys can't see me. Prost. Yeah. So it's just yeah. There's no. Okay. There's no. It's just P R O S T. Yeah, but we don't say the T. We just say probes. Yeah. <laughs> It's a silent T, but still. Brops. Brops. I love Brops. I love the way this looks. I also love that it is a very inside group of people that would get this shirt. Yeah. But I feel like people seeing this shirt would be like, what is that? Why is there a mm-hmm. wiener in that beer? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, d- I love this. I think Mike is such a good designer, and I'm not just saying that because he's my friend. I really think he is. Uh, I remember – hold on. I'm going to get this off the screen. When Mike was, I think he was graduating from college. He was getting all of his portfolio ready, and I was over just like looking at his portfolio and he's getting it ready. And I was like, "Dude, you're good at this. Like, I like, I like the way he does stuff. He's a good designer." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's cool. We got to figure out how to get that on a on a hat and on a a t shirt. I don't know. Yeah, if you had a big like if you had a big Bropes thing on a hoodie. And then just that this might sound stupid on the front, maybe. Oh, like a huge, a huge one on the back. Yeah, like a, like your Minnesota Twin shirt that you're wearing. Oh, square. okay. A big square on the back of a hoodie. Yeah, yeah, like this. Yes, on the back of a hoodie. Mm-hmm. A face mask. Ah, <laughs> uh, we still have to do our shirt ripping challenge. Um, Schwartz has a face mask. My friend Christian the other day tweeted like. I'm starting to find it really annoying that people are putting like fine print on their masks <laughs> that you have to get really close to read. It kind of defeats the purpose. Uh, okay. I, 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 I was thinking the same thing, but it's like, I can't wear it to work because there's a mug of beer. Yeah. It's a big it. mug of beer. So That's I, right. So there's no, I wouldn't want a face mask personally. Most of the t-shirts, cause I don't buy clothes for myself. So most of the t-shirts I own and most of the hoodies I own are, are barrel theory a beer company 
shirts and hoodies, yeah. so I can never wear them to work. And then the other hoodie that I bought says "Die Once, Live Forever," and it's got a picture of skull with mushrooms eating it. And like oh, I'd, yeah. I'd fit in with the high schoolers, but everybody else would be like, "Oh yeah, close, sure yeah, close the laundry." Wearing? I have to like flip over a bunch of extra shirts that are just you know like stone brewing or something. It's like nope, gotta find the one that doesn't have a beer logo on uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so Schwab put this thing. And I guess it's been all over the internet. I hadn't seen it before this. Uh, in our movie night chat, it says, Today I learned that not everyone has an internal monologue, and it has ruined my day. <laughs> and, I mean, ruining your day, that person I think is being dramatic to be funny. But what is there anybody in chat right now who doesn't have an internal monologue? I'm not going to pick on you. I'm just genuinely curious. Say, say what it says the definition of that is. An internal monologue. Jesus Christ. I got to read? Oh, I... Because I, I, I didn't read the article. Uh, My day... Uh, I read the article, but I don't know if it says it in here. Hold on. I'd have to, I have to find it. So you have to talk. Uh, some people's thoughts are like sentences they hear, and some people just have abstract nonverbal thoughts and have to consciously verbalize them. What the fuck does that mean? I'm so okay. confused by that. Like, are their thoughts just colors and shapes? I know that sounds mean. I'm not trying to be dismissive of it. I just don't get it. How does that work? That's what the whole article was kind of about. Is like, huh. I don't know. I don't understand how this works. And that's why I want to know if anybody in chat doesn't have an internal monologue. Because I have, just like the person who wrote this article, I have questions interesting yeah it's it's, it's uh it, it helps with self-reflection self-image critical thinking and emotions what does it's having a self having an inner dialogue inner monologue so people who don't have an inner dialogue don't have that like they don't have self-reflection no, it, it that helps can't with be that, true though. it just helps with that but they could uh they could just have a mental disorder <laughs> you think it's a disorder uh let's see Wallabeef says his voice sounds like clowns or snakes hissing. And, to- and uh, Schrott says his sounds like Tony Hawk. Cool. <laughs> uh, wait, how rare not... So Schrott says, I have an inner monologue. Uh, I know Wallabeef. I'm just mischaracterizing what you said to be obnoxious. I But I did think it was funny... Not the clowns part, but I thought the idea of just a bunch of snakes hissing. <laughs> it's still funny to me. Snakes hissing that you somehow know how to interpret <laughs> is, is funny to me. Uh, so Schwartz says, I have an inner monologue. Not really sure how rare it is. I'm assuming you mean not having an internal monologue. Yeah. I want to know what that's like. Like not being able to hear a voice in your own head. That's what are they? Thinking. What are they doing in their day? Like, how do you think about what you're gonna do next? I don't like. Yeah, I, don't, I don't get it. I'm I, not. I, it's so hard to ask the questions without sounding like an asshole, and I'm. I'm really not trying to sound no. like an asshole. Like I remember, like someone in Facebook chat brought it up that, uh, I think like like as they're like laying down to go to bed, it's like it's going like a mile a minute or something like that. That's like, me. It, it can keep up. Uh, I, that's where I had to learn to put my – I basically white noise it out with my TV uh, playing 
a YouTube video of something that I like just or, or just or just like playing something that I that I've seen before that I that I can use basically the like the thought or audio of that to drown out the thing that might keep me from going to sleep. Doesn't work. Sense? Doesn't work for me. Oh, Oh no, it does. So, like, basically, I, I, I just, I just cut it off the path, and I was like, "You don't get a chance, buddy." Like, no, I get going, it. We're, we're going to sleep now. I used to fall asleep to the office for like years, mm-hmm. but I would just because I've seen them so many times, they just play in my head because I can hear the audio, and I still mm-hmm. don't fall asleep. I actually, before uh, this whole thing yeah. came up, this I tweeted this from our, uh, from the this might sound stupid. Twitter account, which is at TMSS underscore podcast. You should give us follow. Number uh, one Paul, Paul F. Tompkins tweeted. Uh, at us? No, I wish. Because Paul F. Tompkins, he's so giggly. I he I would love to hang out with him because he's so giggly. On yeah. podcast, at least. I don't know what he's like in real life, but on podcast. He, he feels stabby in he real life. can't not laugh. Uh, he said, I don't want to go to bed, but I do want to be in my bed already asleep. Not in the mood for all the in-between bullshit right now. And I retweeted it from our account and said, man, this is me every day. My wife falls asleep the second her head hits the pillow, and I'm so envious of her natural ability. I can't do that. It. One of the reasons I think I don't, I dislike sleep is because it takes me like a half hour or 45 minutes to fall asleep. Pretty much the only two nights that I don't struggle to fall asleep is after movie night because I've had two or three beers and after podcast night because I've had two or three beers. But I'm not. Yeah, I, 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 I can routine myself. I've, I've routined myself good to where it's, I, I, can, I can go sometimes like, I'll like start the thing and it's like 13 seconds later, I'm just gone. Nope, never happens. I have a really solid bedtime like routine. I do good at it and I fall asleep because I used to really struggle with like insomnia, but I I don't ever fall asleep within like I have to be like truly exhausted or like I said I have a few beers in me to fall asleep within like ten minutes. It's usually like twenty minutes, and it's because my internal monologue is going. Mm-hmm. Schwat says I'm assuming you both have inner monologues. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I'm not talking to myself all day, but I'm thinking about stuff all day. Like it's it's not always firing. Like there are times where like it's not happening, but it ha- But it's 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 definitely a thing that I do. So yeah, I was gonna bring up what Wall of Beef says. Made it sound like people have to talk out loud to talk to themselves. So at one point, somebody was like, DM'd this person because they put out an Instagram poll or something like that. I might be mischaracterizing how exactly this happened, but mm-hmm. somebody like DM them or something and said. Because they were like, can I can, sorry, I'm not doing this well. The person who wrote the article was basically saying like, I can look in the mirror and have a completely silent conversation with myself. And somebody else responded to them was like, I couldn't do that. I'd have to do it out loud. Like I'd have, it'd have to be like that stupid, uh, Dave must, uh, Megadeth song. Hello me. It's me. <laughs> like where he's staring at himself in the. Uh, song, in, I know. In the video. <laughs> Hello, me. You know the Pied one. Piper song? Just like the... No? <laughs> Maybe that's the same song. Is that the same song? The one that says, Hello, me, it's me again, I'm just assuming it's called Hello, me, it's me again. Symphony of Destruction. Oh. I don't know. Whatever. 
So anyways, they have to they have to talk to themselves out loud. Oh, okay. Symphony of Destruction is the Pied Piper song. What's the one that's Hello Me, It's Me again? Where's, where the fuck is Rolo when you really need him? Sweating bullets. Thank you, Rolo. I No, he, that's not the name of the song. He's just sweating bullets. <laughs> <sighs> Rolo beat you, all beef. I don't know why that matters. This beer is so good. I'm so sad. This is my last one. Do you know if they're going to keep making this? I didn't see it at the store last time I was there. Why? Okay. Who hacked what? Who hacked Javin's account? We're going to, we're going to the Magoosh company? <laughs> I'm, I'm clicking. I'm going, I'm going to the Magoosh company. I almost had beer come out of my nose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a stupid gif. <laughs> no, it's perfect. It's <laughs> it's uh it's this gif. Yeah, play it. That's fantastic. That gif is perfect. Cause it's like, what do they have in their heads? They have <laughs> So uh, Homer's got an inner monologue. He he talks to it all the time. He does. Uh actually at one point in that article, somebody said like, Yeah, I whenever I see somebody with like an inner monologue, like a voiceover that's their inner monologue in a movie, I used to always think like, oh, I wish that was real. Because they don't have that. It's so mm-hmm. weird to me. Like, because I'm also constantly thinking to my thinking to myself like, all right, so I got to shower. I'm going to brush my teeth. I'm going to go downstairs. I got to take the garbage out before I leave to work. Oh, and I should grab socks before I go downstairs because otherwise I'm going to have to go back upstairs to get like... I'm just listing out the things I'm going to have to do in order to do the next things I'm going to have to do in your head, in my head. So I'm, that's where I'm wondering, like, what are these people just like, are there just, is there like a picture of a toothbrush, a picture of socks, a picture it, of it, the garbage? Like what, how it, are they, what, what's in their head? It, it wouldn't surprise me because there are like, there are people that can hear music and see colors. So like, it's those like, are pe- those are people on drugs, Dan. No, it's real. So like, what's that it, called? It Synesthesia it, or something? I, something like that. Yeah, that sounded that sounds vaguely correct. Yeah. Yes. It is. So that's the thing. So it's it, brains are so crazy. You know. Well, I always think that. Yeah. I mean, I think we we talk. Brains about, are crazy. You know. I have, <laughs> it's not. That's not as good as I used to be. I used to be super hard in a pepper jack. I used to be super hard. I almost said it. Is that a weird thing to say? Is that a weird thing to say? Uh, one of only two clips on our Twitch channel oh, right now. Fuck, I already forgot the mango salsa one. No, it's ha- habanero mango salsa is a good place to it's be. It's a good place to be. <laughs> nice clean. Nice together. clean. <laughs> I, got, I got four boxes of Triscuits that show up at my house today. <laughs> I'm excited. Got a variety pack. I cracked pepper. I got rosemary. <laughs> I forget what the other two are. Oh, cracked pepper and rosemary are separate. Yeah. Got to get that cracked pepper. What it's, the f- man? I people putting pepper on shit is. I don't know what didn't happen earlier. Like the first time I had just like. Salt and pepper chips, like fifteen years ago or something like that. The gas station because it's like yeah. it's always been like regular potato chips, you know, maybe like a 
no, salt and vinegar. You add in cracked pepper? They put fucking pepper on the chips. Like, yeah, this is great. Listen. Put pepper on everything. If I'm going to rush, I'll make cacio e pepe with like ramen noodles and parmesan and just right out of the tin can pepper. Yeah. But the best way to have it is with like the red and green and black fresh cracked peppercorns. Do you you got got like a rainbow peppercorn grinder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I didn't understand, man, you know, like coming like like a realization of like pepper when like you first have like pink peppercorns and it's like different than black peppercorns like it's like completely different fruits it's yeah have you ever had chinese peppercorns where it's like it's actually got the numbing sensation it's a really good spice are those green no i think they're closer to pink katie covers her pizza in pepper i'm in for that i've never tried that that's so much pet like i I started. I started putting like a like a like a like a like a salt bay of salt on my pizza. Oh yeah, I've salted my pizza for all a but, minute. I've salted my pizza since I was fifteen because when we were in high school, we'd go to Pino's in downtown St. Paul on the Skyway, and salt And that was where I started salting my pizza because other people would do it, and it's like big New York slices, and you put a little salt on it. But pepper, so I have to try that. Since Katie is uh, vegetarian, is her go-to piece of just straight cheese only, or do you throw other veggies on there with that pepper? Why would you not throw other veggies on there? I, I don't know what she likes. I don't want to speak for her. Oh, yeah. Wallaby brings up a good question. Are you talking black pepper or red pepper flakes? Both. Whoa. I got I to gotta try this. Amber wanted to get pizza tonight. Maybe we'll get pizza tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely getting pizza tomorrow. You're going to come over for pizza? No, I'm getting my own pizza. Oh, okay. Man, I miss I miss people coming over. <laughs> we're, well, you know, we're, we're gonna we're gonna go hang out with Jevin on uh, on Saturday and see. Oh his. shit! I gotta talk to Amber about that. Uh just mounds of black pepper on pizza. Like, like, does she get fresh cracked pepper? This looks like a jerk off motion. No, it doesn't. Who jerks off like that? <laughs> uh, is it fresh cracked pepper? Turn your knob, or is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was busy turning the old knob. Uh, um, is it or is it like straight from the tin can pepper? Uh, Jevin says most frozen veggie pizza options aren't very good. If it's takeout, we explore veggies because they're good. We have a pepper grinder. I feel I have the mental power to picture a ton of pepper on pizza and how it tastes. Just doesn't seem what's, like a ton is what's, needed. What's Katie's? What's uh, yeah? What's it, I remember, what's I remember a she ton? did like hot sauce challenge with you. What's her? Is she is she just looking for like a heat, or is it just that she really loves the taste of black pepper? Yeah, what's a ton? Like, can you still see the pizza? It's just black. That that would be amazing. Black pepper doesn't give a heat though. Enough of it, I think, might give what the fuck? Give a give 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 it a, a heat. Give it the heat. Doing okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's a hand gesture. I, I didn't. I could not interpret All that. Right, so she loves the taste of black pepper. Okay. I love black pepper. Oh uh, yeah. I just. I, oftentimes, I don't do. I just have a the little tin of black pepper sits on my counter all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love rice. Like just rice with butter, salt, and pepper, is really good. One of my favorite things that Stable. we. 
that we make all the time is cacio e pepe, which is just Parmesan mm-hmm. cheese and pepper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam, I texted you an example. Keep in mind, she is very. She was very drunk in Vegas. Uh, holy shit! Can you can you get this up? Hold on. Can I show is, this? Yeah. Is, are we? Are we? <clears throat> is this something that we're allowed to see? Can I show this on on? Can I hold my phone up to the webcam, Javin? That's remarkable. Did I don't care if she was drunk? Did she eat this shit? This is crazy. This looks like somebody like somebody pranked her. Like <laughs> like 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 the lid was off. Like they unscrewed the lid. Okay, he says yes. So I gotta get both slices in here. I'm so glad Javin took this picture. Can you see that on on the stream? Yeah, yeah. That's so black. So the what this up here, this is Mike's pizza. It's so it, comp- the contrast is so hard that the camera can't focus on this. Yeah, it, it looks like it's bathed in light. So okay, this this is Mike's pizza. It's greasy pizza, and the camera doesn't know how to focus on it. This keep going. Is Katie's pizza? <laughs> it's just, it's just, it oh, can man. focus on it. That's that's, that's, <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, <laughs> Cash just says what? I fucking love that. <laughs> I had first assumed wow. someone pranked her when I saw it. It literally looks like. Yeah, I like a little bit of pepper on my pizza, and that somebody had unscrewed the lid, and she dumped like, ah, oh, no, now it's inedible amounts of pepper. <laughs> Bonkers! I love it. Wallabee says that was like an anthill of pepper. Well, shit. I'm, I'm getting pizza tomorrow, and I'm going to, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking pepper up a slice. I gotta try this. I'm so happy we have this podcast just so I could learn that. It's making me cry. I I just I would love to. That's like being at, uh, like Olive Garden and like your dude is there like doing Parmesan on like your blood and like your pasta and you're like there's some dude like a pepper grinder at like a pizza shop. He's like, more please, more. Yeah, more, 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 more. <laughs> and, and, and he like kind of looks at looks at Mike, and he's he, Mike's just like I don't know. Or wait, this happened to or? you? No, I'm, I'm that that that's just them at a pizza shop. Ah, uh, okay. When they're cracking where, the pepper, where there's no there's no self serve <laughs> pepper at a fancy pizza shop. I, I get it. You need the pizziolo to come out there and and pepper you. Ah, uh, Mike, I can't look in Discord because if I do, it'll ruin the stream. Because <laughs> the stream is just streaming a full screen Discord. So if I if I try to go look it up, well, everybody in movie night at least can go look at it. That's crazy. No, Wallaby, if I know he posted the photo texted to me, I was saying if, if I was going to show it live on stream, I have to minimize this window, and then Dan and I are no longer on stream. It looks like Quick, where am, I getting, where am I getting pizza from It looks tomorrow? like this. And then you can see everybody's usernames. I haven't gotten like a red Savoy in forever. 
Uh, shit. What was the place? Amber, the fucking uh, Rocco's in Woodbury sucks. Like, so, okay, so don't go there. Yeah, dude. I like. Sorry, Rocco's in Woodbury, but you screwed shit up three times in a row on us, and we were finally like, all right, fuck you guys. Uh, the uh, to be fair, the last time they didn't screw anything up, but they could like they couldn't tell us how long the pizza was going to take to get here. They took my credit card twice and then just told me it was declined and I needed to use a different card. And I was like, I know this card doesn't decline. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to order something else. And then there's another place in Woodbury that we started to get pizza from. They advertised themselves as the oldest pizza place in Woodbury. <coughs> That's all I can think of. Um, Renali's? It might be Renali's. I don't. Jeff put in a nonsense word. Is it Renali's? Who knows? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah there was a place called Chanticleers that showed up. Randomly. No, it's Renali's. You oh. nailed it. Oh, why? My, 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 my buddy's dad owned that place. Why are you like my soothsayer? Because it's you can always interpret whatever dumb thing is in my mind. Because that's my job. I guess so. Uh... Well, whatever. Je- I, we really like Renali's. We've ordered from them twice. They have big-ass pizzas. They're not super expensive. Oh, that was the other thing. We loved Rocco's in West St. Paul. We got Rocco's in West St. Paul like once a week. It was that place. It was just run by a bunch of fucking like Hesher dudes. And they would <laughs> they would always have their shitty little boombox playing some kind of thrash metal in the back. And they would just bust out pizzas yeah, okay. Wallabeef knows it. Rocco's in West St. Paul is pretty legit. 200 dudes inside. They're just always like... There was one like tough skater chick in there with them all the time. And they just busted their ass and made really good pizza. I don't know what the fuck is going on with the Rocco's in Woodbury, though. Okay. You should try Rinaldi's. I thought Rinaldi's was good. No, it's good. I, as I told you. Like, my, like in, in high school, one of the kids we hung out with... Uh, his dad owned the place, so like we would just get pizza. <clears throat> so that was a that was, that was a benefit of rich Woodbury people to hang out with. Yeah, that's pretty pizza. awesome. Uh, Rolla says we were ordering from that Renali's literally since we were kids. I think we would get it all nice. the time when I was a kid too. By the way, Rolla, I spelled it so bad I had to scroll down three three uh, things in Google until it found it because I spelled it really yeah. bad. Yeah, that, that that place is real close. That's a good distance from where you guys grew up. That that's an easy easy get. Yeah, I we would order Renali's a lot. Um, and there was one other pizza place that I don't think is open anymore that we would get pizza from. My stepdad loves pizza. Papa Murphy's probably. Ugh, I hate Papa Murphy's. You take it and you bake it. I don't. I don't know why. Because I they mean, don't cook it. That's why. Do you? <laughs> it's, it's a. I'm not. I'm not a big pizza fan anyway. Yeah. Like I gotta be. Like right now, pizza sounds good, but I gotta be kind of in the mood for pizza. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, my mom and my stepdad when I was probably in like middle school and then high, like high school, they got way they they put in a a Papa Papa Murphy's, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, we got Papa Murphy's, and I was like, I'll eat something else. I just I didn't like that pizza for whatever reason. Something pizza elitist. I guess Just, so. As I'm a sushi elitist, you're a pizza elitist. A pizza elitist? 
Mm-hmm. I think my favorite pizza that I've ever had in my life were those slices of Pino's Pizza downtown St. Paul. Because it was like... He, th- he still makes a great slice. He does, but they they were only making those pizzas for the lunchtime rush in downtown St. Paul. So you were just getting hot New York style slices, and they're just big and droopy, and the cheese would droop off of them. Those were good. <clears throat> We've had this exact conversation here before. <laughs> probably. Uh, probably. Technology is cyclical, Javin. Check technology is cyclical, Liz. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, Nick, or 36 Ninjas, a while ago brought up, well, one of the things he said is, I will pour a ton of pepper in ketchup with fries. That also sounds good to me. I like pepper. I can picture. I think Katie and 36 Ninjas are onto something. I can picture him doing that. I can picture Nick doing a lot of weird shit. Exactly. Like, he, he, he probably, like, dusted his hands in pepper before he went and won that state fair climbing competition when he was a child. The pepper gets you better grip. It's something he would say to his parents, and they would laugh at him. It definitely doesn't. Uh, so he says there, there are also people who can't picture things in their head. Ooh, I don't want to, I don't want to be that. <laughs> pepper dick Nick while he says, jeez. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, what does that mean? You can't picture it, like... If I say oh, it hurts, I, I, I'm trying to imagine it, but since I can do it, what I goes can't. on in your brain? I don't get it. I rem- oh one God. of the things that was mind blowing to me when I first learned it. I learned this a long time ago, and since then I've learned it's this way for a lot of people. Amber dreams in black and white. Yeah, we've had that conversation before. Me That's and you. That's so fucking bizarre to me. Because I would yeah, tell, my, I, I would tell her as colorful as the rainbow. I would tell Amber about my dreams, and she'd be like. Ah, oh, your dream sounds so awesome. And then one time she said, she was like, oh, yeah, I just dreamed black and white. And it was like, what? That's Why a, would your so brain weird. do that to you? Why would you? What? What yeah, what's it keeping from you, What Amber? kind of lazy fucking you brain do you have that it only does it in black and white? Uh, 36 Ninja just says, I have a mild form of it. I struggle to picture things. I have to stop and concentrate fully to be able to see anything in my mind. Man, that is not me. That Well, the joke I just made, I, like, I can never... I don't know how my brain works. And you are one of the people who are... Who, Javin has actually gotten pretty good at it since we work together so much. Where I'll just... I, I can't give an example, but it'll be like... I'll just be trying to think of a movie. And I'll just name the random things that I... That, come to mind with the movie and that's it's all it's all imagery from the movie it doesn't it's never anything to do with like the plot well yeah we we, we can translate for you man i need it because i can never i can never remember names of movies or like i'll be talking to rollo about an album and he'll be like oh yeah what about this song and this song and i'm like i don't i don't know i don't know i don't know the names of songs i barely know the names of albums i can name Two Lamb of God albums because they're cool names. Uh, As the Palaces Burn and Ashes of the Wake. Those are mm. those are fucking cool titles. But the rest of the Lamb of God albums I can't name. Uh, I could probably name all the Pearl Jam albums, but nobody wants to hear me do that. Um, yeah, that would be weird to not be able to picture things in your head. I wonder if Amber can picture things in her head. I remember Amber being amazed at the time that she... We kind of both realized it, that I 
when I when somebody asks me to do like eight times eight, I'm not I'm not doing the multiplication. I'm just looking in my head at the chart that I would stare at in grade school, the one that goes up to twelve mm-hmm. by twelve. And she like she was like, "Oh, you see it in your head," and I'm like, "Yeah, I can just I can see the chart and like the numbers and where they go to." But I it's not I don't have a photographic memory. <clears throat> or do you like is a photographic memory like? Because in my mind, a photographic memory is like you look at a thing once and then you can look away and like say what was there. Yes, it's it's you you are able to instantly memorize it. Instantly, that's what a photographic memory is. Is that a Dan fact? You're saying that with so much confidence. Two seconds, not instant. I don't know. <laughs> you're giving you're giving me a fact of like things you've seen in a movie. Like in Hackers, where he's got a photographic memory and he delivers flowers and he walks through and he looks at everybody's passwords and he can memorize it just from them typing it in. <clears throat> no. I'm going by what I've learned from not movies. From what then? Your, Facts. Your studies? Yeah. Uh, something I watched on the Discovery Channel once. I don't know how a photographic memory works. What? So, okay. <clears throat> Nick, what's it like when you read a book? You don't see shit in your head? That's a legit question. I that Yeah, wall beef. This does reek of Dan fact. Yeah. <clears throat> uh He says not really. That doesn't answer my question. Do you can do you oh, get Oh, wait, did I say do, do you, you see get, shit in your head? Do you get like enraptured? Like do you get Well, like, I know you get into uh, like an imaginary world as you're reading it? I know Nick reads. No, yeah, same here, but I'm just wondering like, if it pulls them in in the same way. I have to stop reading to be able to picture anything. Oh, interesting. So it's like, it's like two separate things. That's mind-blowing. So how often do you stop when you're reading? <clears throat> the Joey, quit itching. guy Joey. went Why would you have to stop to picture the word the? the because he's, he sees it happening in real time. If I'm really high, I can do it. Oh, there you go. Man, Get I, this man some CBD oil. I can't read when I'm high. Rub it on your glands. <clears throat> um, so wait, how often do you... I stop all the time when I'm reading. Because Amber doesn't stop. Amber, like, Amber reading a book is like Amber watching TV. She just is like gone and just in it. But I'll, what do you mean you stop all the time? I stop and think about what I read. Oh, okay. And that that's in like the way that when you're reading a like a Gene Wolfe book, you're trying to comprehend what's happening. Yeah. So you, so you're so you're stopping in so you're basically stopping and thinking to yourself what he's saying. Yeah, I don't. If I'm reading Stephen King, I don't stop. I guess, but that mm-hmm. just sounds really douchey. So no, I, I I get it. Okay, that makes sense. It depends. I guess it depends on what I'm reading. If I'm reading, <clears throat> like, uh, as I was going through White Fragility, I would read sections of it and then stop and think about so i stop a, a lot of the times when i'm reading books i stop to think shots fired stephen king fans i love stephen king but his books are not hard to read uh i will stop at the end of chapters and try to Im- imagine the chapter that's awesome feel kind of bad for picking on nick for getting the picture book version of all those <laughs> just like dancing dragons just like what a dick. oh there's the khaleesi she's doing that thing 
So Schwab plows through, but do you like if you're reading? How how many of you read nonfiction books often? More than a few a year. My hand up. When you're reading an audio book, like if you're so, that was one of I tried to read. Read. Uh, It is easier for me to read fiction than nonfiction. I think that's probably true for most people. It, it takes less imagination to do it. Uh, Wild Beef says, I guess as I read, it's like a live event in my head. That's how it is for me. <clears throat> um, so I like to read nonfiction books, uh, but I've learned that I can't do audiobooks like that. Uh, the last one I tried is a book by this guy named something. The book is called Free Range Kids. I can't think of the author's name right now. Mm-hmm. And it was about, like, I, I, I struggle to talk about this because I'm trying to do it without sounding like an elite douchebag. <laughs> uh, but I like, to, I like to read nonfiction books for learning. Because <laughs> I, like, a nonfiction book might be like a, bi- like, I know Jeff likes to read uh, sports biographies and stuff. That's not what I mean. But so I read, I was trying to read this book called Non, or, uh, <clears throat> it's still not, it's still learning though. What? Rereading a nonfiction sports biography. No, it is. I but I don't need to I'm not learning about sports. Oh, because sports are beneath you. Yes. Oh, go go ahead. <laughs> See, this is this is why you <laughs> walk right into that. This like, is that was like, it's so hard. Anyway, I the the point of saying like I'm I'm reading about it for learning is that when I'm reading nonfiction, I want to be able to stop and think. Sometimes I'll make notes and margins or notes on my phone or things like that. Mm-hmm. And so like, if I'm driving around listening to this book, mm-hmm. all those, all those extra thoughts are lost to me because I can't, okay. I can't like stop to make those notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, uh, so I've stopped trying to listen to, I, I'll only listen to fiction audiobooks. I can't do oh, okay. I can't do nonfiction audiobooks. And the reason I brought up a sports biography is all I was thinking is like if I was listening to a sports biography or a biography of anybody or something, I think it would just be interesting to be learning about that person. I don't know that I would want to stop to think about it, but maybe I'm wrong yeah, because I don't know that I've, you, I don't know that I've ever read a biography. Because you you yeah, you in order in order for your brain to move those things from like short-term to long-term memory you 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 need to work for it a little bit sometimes oh yeah yeah that makes sense yeah it doesn't just stick and that's like white fragility and things like that i'll read those more than once mm-hmm. 100%. I, I think once you've read it and you it that's it's also the same with gene wolf it's like once you've read it you kind of have a better understanding of what's going on in the book and then you reread it, and you start to pick up on all these subtleties that that weren't there before. It's it's the same thing with a lot of different sorts of art in that way, where it's like it could, it could be looking at you know like a painting or watching a movie a second time and, and like getting a completely different understanding of how it works, or or picking up so much more. Yeah, and, and so it, it's 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 exactly that where it's like you. There, there are certain things that just require a little bit more either like investment of like 
your full mind. Like you can't also be trying to steer through traffic <laughs> to figure out exactly like, like to, to fully comprehend what's going on. I can listen to comedy bang bang and steer through traffic. Exactly. Every day. But I, it's so weird to say anything like that because it sounds like you're saying comedy bang bang is for idiots, but it's like, I listen to comedy bang bang probably more than any podcast. It's it, it, it's different. Yeah. It's, it's like, I, I get what you're saying. Okay. 36 Ninja says, Game of Thrones is a good example. Since I saw the first season before I read through the available books, I had an easier time with imagining the world slash people because I already had real images available. If I have to make images up, I struggle a ton. You know, one of the things I do... Uh, <laughs> well, I'll be put in... Quote, people say comedy bang bang is for idiots, but it's all I listen to. End quote, me. Um, I, so I think this is true for a lot of people because there's always so much. Uh, maybe it's not true for people. I don't, you Say it. Say whatever you're going to do. Say whatever you're going to do. Well, I started to think like when they wanted, when they made the Dark Tower book into a movie and they had Idris Elba as Roland. And people were all upset about it. I was like, well, maybe people do have a really strong image of what this person looks like in their head. But for most books, <clears throat> I'll like I'll, I'll read the book. And then if I ever go back and reread it and there's a character description, it's almost never aligns with what I have in my head of that character. Like the way that character looks in my mind, I think changes as the character develops and like i just build this image of the character in my own mind but but it's from the words they're giving you no i don't know like so in in uh, a gene wolf book called the night there's a dog and a cat gilf and manny and they're like they're sentient and they talk and the animals so in my head manny looks like benny he's like black and white but in the book, I, I recently reread The Night, and it, in the book, he's all black with green eyes. And I was like, whoa, that's not what he looks like in my head at all. And mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like overwrite what – it's just like whatever my mind has as that character is that character. I can see it really vividly in my mind, mm-hmm. but it's not – it oftentimes doesn't align with what the d- character description. And so if you read my book – and you've read more of my stuff than than probably anybody listening. I don't put a lot of character description in because I don't think it's necessary. I think people build their own idea of what a character looks like regardless of character description, unless there's something that's like they have a scar or they're missing an eye or, you know, then you'll... It's, you'll it's, it's plot or character important. Yeah, you'll keep that in mind, but you kind of build your own idea... And I was going to say, I bet that's true for a lot of people, but then well, it's probably more racism than it is anything when people are like, Idris Elba is rolling. Or didn't people no, get all I, upset I, about like I a think, black Spider-Man and stuff? And that that's that's one interesting thing about being um, a little elusive about what the character looks like, like what your thoughts as the writer of what the character looks like, is that people can, are, can easily, more easily connect to the thing they're interacting with. So like your book. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's one of the, uh, they've done with the last Assassin's Creed's games is they haven't made it 
a female or male protagonist, you can be they basically voice acted and designed both. Hmm. So okay. you so you could be a you could be a woman or you could be a man. Yeah. Uh, and as oh, as as a white dude who's played most of these video games and seen most of movies, it's I've never had a problem like but it's like I you you start to understand that it's like oh like you can have much more immersive experience if the thing you're seeing on screen more bet like is closer representative to you it's easier to like immerse yourself in that one of the things that you've always done since i i remember when you first did it when i first ever saw you did it, it was playing that city of heroes game and i was like mm-hmm. that's weird why are you doing that and then i was like well i guess it's not that weird i've just never done it but you play as female characters oh yeah i'll sometimes do that not all the time i've literally still to this day except for like the last of us or a game where or uh what uh horizon zero dawn like games where you play as a as a female character i've never done a creative character as a female yeah i, I i'm it's it's not it's less of like a role-playing thing and more of a i like it the way they look <laughs> okay <laughs> so it's nothing admirable <laughs> no no it's usually it's usually not coming from like a place of like trying to understand the female experience because I always uh, thought, I always thought, like, well, I don't know. Dan's got a sister. Maybe sometimes they'd be playing video games together, and he would just play as a girl for her. I don't know. No, no, no. It's not and that. Katie doesn't really play video games, does she? I've, I've played video games. They're growing up. Yeah, but that, that it's, no, it's, it's not like a like a passion of hers. Man, I can't wait to play video games with my kids. Uh, yeah. I've never. I don't think I've ever. I mean, I don't. I Last of Us and Horizon Zero Dawn are two of my favorite games ever. I don't have a problem playing as a female character, but I I don't often try to make characters look like me either, though. No, same here. Like I'm not trying to be like I'm. I'm never trying to be like photorealistic to myself. No, I. I, 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 I just go. Well, that looks cool. <laughs> so, I'm drinking a classic. Is that a Bud Light Seltzer from Ben. Oh. Uh, these are fine. They're not. They're not a great beer, but they're you know they're fine. They I really, do the best. I really wish I had another one of these, man. Um, do you want me to bring one on Saturday? What do you I have? Two, I got two. I haven't drank. Ooh, maybe I do. Well, yeah, bring them and I'll see. Okay. Because I want to. Maybe I'll try to go to the liquor store tomorrow. They're not there. Man, hold on. What were you just talking about? Character creation. Oh yeah. Okay. Character creation. I'll never forget that. But I'm gonna have lunch with my mom tomorrow. She's gonna come over, and we're gonna sit in the front yard and we're gonna have lunch. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. so excited. My mom and I, <clears throat> before COVID, probably twice a month, would get together somewhere in Woodbury for lunch. I loved it because she'd buy me lunch. But I also just I love my mom. I genuinely enjoy talking to her, and I really miss her. Like, I'll still do phone calls with her, but it's just not the same. So she's coming over, and we're going to have a socially distanced lunch. And I, like, I can't wait. Um, So Schwatt says, I think when I'm creating a character, I usually just hit the random button until I get something that looks okay. When I'm So when I'm creating a character, mm-hmm. I'm nine times out of ten... Uh, and I think this is one of the reasons I didn't like 
What's that space game that everybody likes where you get to fuck an alien at some point in the game? Oh, Mass Effect? Yeah, Mass Effect. There, that was a perfect example. That's the only two things I know about that game. It's in space and you get to fuck an alien. And you figured it out. Perfect. Uh, because you're like you get to create a character, but then you're just shoehorned into the story that they want you to be in. So, it's, mm-hmm. so in my mind, I'm like, why the fuck am I creating a character? I mean, sure, it's like you said with Assassin's Creed. Give me the option to play a male or a female character cool but if you're gonna shoehorn me into a game just give me a male or a female and then i don't need to do a creative character um but in a game like uh elder scrolls what's the i can't think of it dragonborn skyrim skyrim in a game like skyrim or uh anything like that you're like I create the character and then I try to play a story around that character. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? 100%. So like, I don't know. It's almost embarrassing to say for some stupid reason because it sounds childish. To me, it does. I don't know if it actually is. I'm getting resituated because my butt's going numb. Um, I like to make up a, a story for a character that I'm playing. And like, you know, you're involved in the whatever the dumb wars are. I don't really know the, the story of Skyrim, but... I like to make a character and then play that character story out. So if I play, if I'm playing like as a rogue, I'll make what I'm going to, what I'm picturing as the rogue. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be telling myself a story as I'm playing the game. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when, I, 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 okay. I was just going to say, so when you have a character design in a game that has a pre, like a really pre-built kind of linear story, I don't, the only reason I think you would have a creative character is because people want to make the character look like themselves. That's my guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, uh, like that's kind of how I play when we were playing Gloomhaven, or uh, the last time I played D and D at at Ryan's house. It was very much okay. Like, for my D&D character, I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a rich asshole whose family made money selling chocolate and they sold their souls to demons. Okay, what would I, what would my guy literally try and do here? Yeah. And, like, that, that's fun. Like, and, and, that's, and that's not me playing as myself. That's me playing as that person. And so it, that's very similar to, like, your Skyrim thing where it's like, okay, what is... most? I, I think most of the time when I play a game like Witcher or probably the way I'll play um, Cyberpunk is it'll be very much... I have a hard time not being myself in those games yeah because i because i'll feel bad it's like oh man i really don't want to fucking kick that guy off this roof yeah because i know i'll feel bad about it in the mornings i'm like well <laughs> i'm gonna save you i'm the same way where if it's like if i'm the witcher and i'm playing as as Geralt, and i'm just supposed to input whatever moral value i want into Geralt, i'll put my moral value into Geralt. yep so yeah so most but, of those times i end up playing those games like like I try and I try and play them as myself. You're being really good and nice. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I, like I'm. I'll, I'll try and yeah, I, man. If I don't think I could play a game like Mass Effect or something like that, and, be, and try and shove myself all the way to the top. No, it would make me uncomfortable. I, I, I couldn't do it. I don't. I don't want to hit this. 
But, yeah, I gotta kill this guy's family now? But all I'm like, the same way. I'll do evil shit if that's the character that I'm playing. <laughs> if I'm like if I'm supposed to be acting as that character who is, you know, like like uh, Skyrim, when I was playing as like a hero, mm-hmm. you know, like sword and shield hero, uh, who's going to fight dragons and shit, and I had a like I can remember some of the stories that I've built for characters. I would I would never steal anything from anybody, and I would try to not kill people. But like when I I had a lot of fun playing as like a thief with a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. I'd go into people's homes at night and steal shit all the time, and like go up and steal things from people. Like try to pickpocket them if they catch me, I'd kill them. Like mm-hmm. that character was just ruthless, and it was a lot of fun to play because it's so different from me. But I I have to ha- it's like you I have to have like this one step removed of like well that's what this character would do I'm not mm-hmm. doing that yeah that's I what this like character would do he's he's doing it he it's not me he's making the choice mm-hmm. that's funny mm-hmm. I've never really thought about it like that um what was I gonna say shit uh 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 doesn't cool. matter doesn't matter um a, a game that's really fun because it also it just builds stories for you but then you can use it to inform the story that's going on in your own head door fortress yep door fortress is so cool uh and so when i was first playing door fortress it was really learning how to play the game and a part of the problem with door fortress is it's so complicated that like now i haven't played it for several months so when I start playing it again, I have to spend like three weeks like, fucking hell, how do you make this specific textile that I need? And then like, okay, so the first thing I need to do is build like this process. I need to process these plants. So I need to build a farm that has these plants. Then I process these plants. Then I build this machine that processes these textiles into a fabric. And then I have to build this thing that processes these fabrics into cloth. Like it's just remembering these steps Mm-hmm. and you have to look them up and but there's a streamer his name is das tastic d-a-s-t-a-c-t-i-c maybe it's maybe it's das tactic i don't know d-a-d-a-s-t-a-c-t-i-c uh das tactics it's like german das tactics he i think i'm pretty sure he's from new zealand uh he's awesome though because he i started to play dwarf the last uh two fortresses i played mm-hmm. i played like him so he he like pre-builds a story in his head about the doors that are coming and why they're coming there so the oh. way the way door fortress works is you can generate a whole new world every time or you can generate a world and then every fortress you build will be built off your old fortress. And it's basically seven dwarves uh, leave one of the fortress. Because you can chart, like, in... This is actually real in the game. In the histories, you can see, like, okay, so these seven dwarves that founded this dwarf fort came from this fort that I was playing before. Hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so he'll build a story of, like, why they left... And why they went to the place that they did. And then he'll find an environment that f- 
like he kind of works it together. So he'll find an environment that suits the type of game he wants to play without knowing a lot about Dwarf Fortress. It's really convoluted to explain, but it's like he finds an environment that like, okay, well this one has an aqu- like uh, an aquifer. <laughs> Jevons is only for 10 minutes and I'm just talking about Dwarf Fortress again. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he does like if you watch any, he's got all of his stuff on YouTube. And if you watch any of that or any of his streams, it's fun because he builds stories around what he's doing. No mames. Uh, it's and I so that's how I started to play that game. And the last two games I I played like that, and now I have a note, like a a notepad file, in my Dwarf Fortress folder, and I've had been like taking notes on the story that I was making up for them, and it's just really fun, and it'd be fun to turn it into like Dwarf Fortress fan fiction if I ever have the time for that someday. Hmm. Two ghosts and two shake weights. It's what it, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. So I anyway, have like, I have like seven subs right now on Twitch, and only one of them is my Prime sub. Like I've gotten these, I got a bunch of random gifted subs this this last uh, this last month. Oh really? It seems like if you just follow a channel, um, and some of them were like ones I wasn't even like watching actively. It still gifted me a sub, so I don't I don't hundred percent know how like the like the sub gifting works. I don't either. I've never been gifted a sub. The only the only person I sub to is Lobos, and I sub with my Prime membership. Mm-hmm. And he's big enough that he probably doesn't like need that. But I also don't know. I don't. It's, it's, I don't watch anybody else. It's a good way to like to show your like your 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 support. The only thing um, is, if I'm not actively watching them, I'll forget to use it, and then my sub's just sitting there, and nobody gets to use it. You're tossing that three bucks his way. I think that's what the bigger streamers get. Three bucks. I don't know if he's a bigger one. I don't know what he qualifies as. Three to five. I f- he just bought a new house and it's a big, beautiful house. So I think I think he's doing pretty well for himself. Yeah, it's a. I'm sure we talked about this before. This before, but it's it's amazing what. Like. Like I had like the Tim and Tatman stream up as I was on three thousand this morning, and he like he, for the first like hour and a half he was just doing just chatting not playing any games and it's just him just kind of like talking to his chat and like recounting like you know the last day or like the like that's stuff cool. that's happening in his life and if you you can like the only way you can like communicate with him is you have to donate because the chat is so full of people that like you have to basically put with your like five dollar donation message yeah you have to put the thing you want to say to him so like in order to talk to this person you have to give them money that's crazy yeah, it, that's, an, that's such an insane thing. It's like, in order for, like, this stream to really, it's, you know, to, like, see you through the nonsense that's happening, is that you have to donate 30 bucks and say, hey, blah, 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 <laughs> blah, 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 Yeah, Lobos and his girlfriend or wife or fiance or whatever she is, they're both streamers. Marie Labernard, they would, they would call her, is it Labernard? Yeah, she'd have, or, to, she'd have to survive on her wit and guile. Yeah. Uh, I think her name is Bloody Faster. I think that's her Twitch handle. I I don't I don't watch a lot of Twitch, but I I watch. It depends on what Lobos is playing because there's some stuff with Lobos I don't watch either. But I like watching him play Dark Souls. He does a lot of weird challenge runs. Uh but yeah, people had people don't have an internal monologue, and that's 
not a bad thing, but it fucking blew my mind. Yeah, that's that's you know it's it's at, it's 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 hard. That's a thing that's very hard to like step outside of how I've existed. Yeah, and comp and try and think of what that is. Well, exactly. It's so it's so alien. Because at first I read the headline that that uh, Schwad had put in the chat, and I was like, "Yeah, okay." Like, of course, there's people people's minds work in different ways. Whatever. And then I clicked on it and started to read it, and I was like, "Wait, what? They don't have like any internal monologue." And then I started to think, like, "Well, how are you thinking of it? Did you think they just started to like they were describing their day in the third person?" Because how weird would be that? Dan's gonna go downstairs and he's gonna make a cup of coffee, and after that cup of coffee, Dan's gonna like that would be fucking bizarre. That like hurts to try. That's borderline like sociopathic. Some kind of emotionally distanced. uh, I can't think of words. So that yeah, like the more I started to read about it, the more I was like, how do they think? What is it like in their brain? Is it both thirty-six ninjas, Jeffrey Dahmer? No. Okay, good. Good. But I could see Jeff or uh Jeff. I Jeff <laughs> I could see thirty six ninjas murdering somebody for fun. Is that weird? Just to see if he feels. <laughs> no, uh that was also interesting to me that he'll stop at the end of chapters and try to picture the chapter. That's kinda neat. So I don't kinda know like, like a recap of like like what's happened? I don't know if Thirty Six Ninjas is still in here, but so when you're reading it, you're just comprehending the plot. You're not like imagining, like what do you when? I guess what I don't get is when you're reading the description of like the environment. What's what's going on in your brain? Like without, because I I don't know if he's still in here or not. Like it, uh. It's like what if it's like a data dump for the however many pages it is, and then you decipher that data into an image after the fact. Well, I mean, everything in a book is to inform the plot, even the description of the environment. Yeah, exactly, because it's yes. it's it's driving the plot in some way because the characters are moving in some direction. Yep. So it is. I mean, it is. You're reading it and just getting data. Mm-hmm. But that's so interesting to me. Where like. Some of my favorite parts of books, like The Left Hand of Darkness, there's a part where Ursula Le Guin, or Le Guin, I think is how you're supposed to actually say it, is describing traveling like over and through the mountains, and it's just, it, it it's this beautiful description that's in the winter, even though this character is like suffering and in the back of a truck, it it's always, it's been one of those things that's just always stood out in my mind, mm-hmm. uh, or wolf describing you know the city in in uh uh shadow of the torture where he just he describes it as like a city built on a city built on a city and yeah i that's so weird to me like i'm trying to do i'm trying to do without sounding mean it's just interesting to me no no because i got the same way as you like as i as i say those words like in my head as i read them it, it 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 moves the picture along. Yeah, it doesn't so much feel like I'm saying the words in my head. 
as it's, but, but, as it's but, but just it's, playing it's in my head. Yeah. It's a really weird thing because as I'm reading, there's no there's no separation between like read the words and picture happens. It's like I look at a book and a picture happens. Yeah, no, is like that, that a good way to say it? Look, the thing that popped in my head is the uh, I can't think of his name now. Uh, the short story author Ted Chang. Yes. Uh, it's the, the the first one from the first book, the Tower of Babel one. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that one popped into my head. Where Roller, the, you the, be the second he started talking about them hitting the ceiling of heaven, yeah, it like I it's 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 in my head as I'm reading it. I can picture them like this guy doing all the things that character's doing, trying to traverse that. Yeah, I mean that I like what Rollo said, like a record needle. But also what I was going to say is like, when I open a book, a movie starts playing. Does that make sense? I think I'm, I think I'm very similar in that regard. Like it's, it's, I'm, it's happening in my head as I read it. I'm yeah, not stopping I don't, reading the book. I don't, I mean, it's weird because with Gene Wolfe, like a lot of his books, you have to, especially like the uh, Sun series, you have to stop and look up words. So I guess I'm stopping in that regard, but like once you start to learn what the words are, then it's just the same as any other book where there's just this thing playing. And I'll stop with those to think about relationships between characters because they can inform a lot of the story or a thing that you never picked up on before with like a relic that a character finds and it's just kind of a cast off sentence. And then you learn like, oh, this isn't actually a cast off sentence. This is really important. And you like, but you only get that if you stop to think about it. But yeah, like that's one of the best. Go ahead. Yeah, like it, 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 it's no, it, it's like the same thing. Like it's like I, I can have the same, I can get the same response from a book as I can from watching a movie and being like, God, like like when when, when like something like super when this when this thing happens, movie that really just kind of like grips me and like is so like. I, I want to say like unique, but but like something happens in the movie that's just like it's like so like gripping, uh, it's gripping and enthralling to me, where I can read the book and in my head I'm picturing, like in, I won't say the book, uh, but like I can I can just picture like this this fight scene as it's happening in his apartment, and this man who's basically turned himself into gold is fighting another guy. And he's so and like, and I, I can picture the whole thing happening, and them flying out the window, and him just like standing over him on the street, and like I'm like, yes, like like give me more, like I, it's 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 so vivid in my in my head that it's like I, as if I just watch it on the screen. Yeah, that's the. I would say it's harder for me to be entertained by a movie than it is for me to be entertained by a book. But I'm pretty. Pick, uh, I'm, I've gotten pretty picky about books too. I forget the I forget the name of the book. Schwad. What book is Dan describing? It's um, one that only I've read that that no one else has. I I've, I've said those I said the name to people to try and get them to read it, but no one, but no one's ever actually read it. No, this isn't Ted Chiang, which I still have yeah. to read his second book. Yeah, those like I, I've had I had that experience reading multiple in the first book of Ted Chiang stories where I'd be like. Oh, like, or like, you, like, like, you get to like the last part, and it's like, 
this motherfucker. This dude, like he is so good. <laughs> I he fucking, uh, he fucking got me. I have started to read more again as my children have gotten older, and man, I'm like Pandora Star. Pandora Star. I feel like that. If Thirty Six Inches was still here, I feel like that's a book that Nick would be like, "Oh, I've read that." There yeah. was a book I wanted to read. I still haven't ever read it, but it was. It's called The Three Body Problem, and it's, it's a very good one. It's like the the audio book is probably the longest I've ever listened to. It's like forty seven hours. It's a big book. Big but, book. Uh, <laughs> Pandora Star. Maybe I'll have to check that out. But yeah, I was I was like, yeah, there's this series I want to read. It's called The Three Body Problem, and it's a uh, it's translated from Chinese. It's actually a Chinese novel. And 36 Inches was just like, oh, I've read that. It's great. And I was like, what? How the fuck do you even know about that book? <laughs> so, like, it would just be a book where if you were like, yeah, Pandora Star, I could just see Nick being like, oh, yeah, I've read that. But, yeah, my so as my children have gotten older, I've gotten more time to read because they need less of me. And, like, my son loves to read. So he'll sit. And, I mean, he'll sit for 15 minutes and look at books which is not nothing. 15, no. 20 minutes, he'll sit and look at books and I can read a book. I can read a fuck of a lot of book in 15 or 20 minutes. And so I'm actually getting back to like, the way I've always read is I read multiple books at a time. So I, you know, I'll, it kind of depends on what mood I'm in. And so right now I'm reading two books and it's just, you're going to go pee or get a beer. I don't know, he pointed at something. <laughs> it wasn't his dick, so I'm gonna assume it was a beer. Uh but yeah, I so I'm reading two books, and one of them is a Gene Wolf book because obviously, and then another one is a a random book that I picked up at a used bookstore because I wanted I wanted to read some westerns. Uh, I had been listening to a lot of Marty Robbins, <laughs> which. Which I think influenced the decision at the time, but I was in, I wanted like some dime store type fiction, like a, like nothing that you have to think about too hard, uh, nothing that's like really good. I had read what's the Louis L'Amour book I'd read? It's not Lonesome Doves. That's the that's the most famous Louis L'Amour book. Um, Ah, uh, fuck. The Lonesome Gods. Lonesome Gods? See with Lonesome Dove. Does he have a book called Lonesome Gods and Lonesome Doves? Anyway, I had read like some Louis L'Amour and I wanted... Anyway, it I, it's fun to just be reading... I don't know why I'm getting in the weeds on this. It's fun to be reading again. <laughs> no, uh, that's the thing. It's like... It's like my favorite thing to do, huh? You're, I think you'll have milestones as a parent growing up that as your as your kids get to certain age where they become more a little more self reliant, your freedom to do a bunch of other things <sighs> is, is going to open back up again. It's so nice. It won't it won't ever open back until they're like in high school. It won't ever open back up. Ooh, that's a cool can. Bauhaus Pilsner. Ooh, it's, what? It's, it's just wonder stuff. Oh, it's big can wonder stuff. Shit, I need to get some wonder stuff. This was on sale at top. I don't know if it still is. Six pack of these guys. <gasps> it was seven dollars. Holy shit! I gotta go there. You know what I got? Christ. You know what I got for the cabin? 
I had a pipe every night in my stupid super long pipe. And mm-hmm. I had it with Stargazer. And I forgot how good Stargazer is, man. Stargazer's so good. And I'd have, I had two Stargazers a night with my pipe. And it was so good. But yeah, like, our kids now, both of them, you know, big time knock on wood. <laughs> yeah, are falling asleep pretty well, staying asleep pretty well. You know, Aurora's got a few more teeth to push through her face. But hope like Nemo, once he got his teeth through his face, mm-hmm. that dude is like a champion level sleeper. Like you could go bang pots and pans next to his head and he doesn't wake up. So he's he's an amber level sleeper. Yeah, man. He like he sleeps. Never uh, have you screamed songs loud enough to wake I would assume your neighbors next door. No, those the Mike's neighbors. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Mike's neighbors, and your wife is just asleep. We were singing I I don't know about you guys. That I was singing as loud as I wanted to. I wasn't tempering my volume for Mike's neighbors or for Amber who was asleep on the couch. Like like and and, we we loud as fuck at my house and she's just on the couch beside you. Yeah. Just asleep. Not not <laughs> like my not like eyes closed, just rested. No. Like fucking mouth We're open not. snoring asleep. Michael stiping it. It's amazing. So anyways, Nemo, I don't know if he's there, but he's well on his way to that. Nice. And so hopefully Aurora will be like that too. And then, yeah, like it's, I didn't realize for the past three years how little I've read. I would, I was probably only reading like four five, six books in a year. I wasn't reading that much and I just missed it so much. And so now, as it's like creeping back into my life, it's I I I really like it. It's funny, like like thinking back on those memories of being like six, and my parents like having friends, like their neighbor friends over, and like drinking as like me and my buddy, and like like me going to sleep, and my brother going to sleep, my sister going to sleep. But it's like they're just hanging out at like nine o'clock. Just yeah. drinking with their friends because it's like they also have kids that are asleep at their house and it's like you thought it was super late yeah but but it's like no that, that's just like that was like fuck we can we can we can hang out now it's nine o'clock let's <laughs> let's let's hang out till 11 man my neighbors make me want to have our our friend neighborhood so badly so our neighbors across the street uh one second uh jevin said kind of want to have a rock band party 100 percent yeah, we can't do it with COVID though. Fucking amazing! But yes. I would love to have a rock band party, but I don't. Wanna, I don't want to wake up your baby, and I and I, I don't want to get anybody or get COVID. Fuck that baby! No, but, babies need to sleep. I don't want COVID though. So that that I'll I'll, I'll take the COVID stance. You can take the baby stance. I take both. All right. Um, go ahead. Neighbors. So our neighbors across the street and our other neighbors across the street are good friends. Mm-hmm. And the other night, uh, I was up reading, just being like a nosy neighbor, and I watched the dad take both kids, because mm-hmm. like, uh, the one neighbors have a pool, so they had been swimming, mm-hmm. and then he took both kids back across the street, and I was like, oh, it must be bedtime. Go back to my book. 
dad comes back out of the house and he goes back over to the house of the pool. And I was like, oh, he's going back to hang out. Okay, cool. Keep reading my book. Then I see the mom come out of the backyard and go to the house. She's in there for like five minutes and she comes back. And I was like, oh shit, her kids are old enough that like they're asleep and their parents aren't even in the fucking house. The dream. But like I can't do, like I can't drive to your house. No. They can do that because they're fucking next door neighbors. They're, well, they're not next door. There's one house in between them, but like they're on the same cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want the friend neighborhood so bad because oh, yeah. I was like, that would be great. Like, all right, you're nine and seven. You guys are going to like, you're asleep. If you need anything, just text me and I'll walk mm-hmm. back over. Like that was, I was just like, man, I wish I could have that. That's awesome. That I, I think that's something that, that Matt and Ann do more because they're much more like, uh, be a part of like that, that that's sort of thing. scenario more. We're also introverted. We'd have the friend neighborhood and still only see each other once a week. And it would yeah. still be fucking impossible to get people for a bonfire. Yeah, I'm a maybe. <laughs> I know. I think what we have to do is we have to just put a fire that's in between all the houses. that just lights itself every day. Well, that's so that's what they do a lot of the time. They've been hanging out at the pool more, but like in the spring and fall, they'll just set chairs out in the cul-de-sac. And it's like anybody oh. who wants to come out. Oh, game, game on. Yeah. I'd any, be there for that. Anybody who wants to come out, just come out. Mm-hmm. And that I like that because it's like the other thing is like for me, it'd be like, yeah, I could, I could be social tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rolos is maybe lol. Um, and, and, and that, that's also an easy situation where if like Amber's like, I want to be social, but you don't want to be. Yeah. Like it's, it's, there's no risk. Like she's five feet away. Well, if it's like, I could, f- I have enough energy to be social tonight and it might be nice to be social. Mm-hmm. Go out in the cul-de-sac at, with a beer and just bring a book and sit mm-hmm. out there. And then if it's like David is like, oh, hey, Adam's out there and he comes out. Cool. Otherwise I'm just sitting reading a book, which I love to do anyway. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know my neighbors well enough to know if I would like being friends with them. You're do do a deep dive on the ones of the pool though, because that that could be a game changer. They've invited us over. Uh but they've invited us over during 2020. Oh yeah, no, screw that. So it's like uh, uh, I want so, to, because my kids sleep better when they swim. We'll go to uh, Dan's beach bank corner. That's the the street I grew up on okay. until I was eleven. Okay, 10. doesn't matter. Uh, one family. So like it it was it was the sort of neighborhood where all the parents of the of the kids knew each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, they they may have had like gr- little groups within the the groups that they were better friends with as groups but, do. But as, but as they would like. It, it could be like all you know, twelve of them hanging out and like drinking beer, sure, at someone's house. Uh, the second someone got a pool, like one family put in like a like a, a no one had like a like a legit in ground pool. Yeah, uh, they were like everybody kind of had a, I think it's called like on ground. It's, it's not like a fully above, but it's like the half and half okay. style pool where it's like it's like up to your waist outside but it's like it goes down also that far okay so it's it's it's, it's just yeah whatever 
but the, like, so, like the first time we had it, and people go there and swim. But then, like every summer after that, a different family had a pool in their backyard, and so it was like it just became like a thing where just like everybody just had pools all of a sudden. That's awesome. We you know, uh, no, it was it was amazing because you would just literally swim every day. But <laughs> we're getting hopeful because we have some people across the street this way, and then. Like there's Amber goes on walks with the moms. There's some moms that she goes on walks with, and they all they all have they all have kids around our kids' age. Perfect. And then we just met another mom. Her this is funny because her the woman's name is Greta, which is just not the funny part. But her son, who is closer to Aurora's age than Nemo's age, Mm -hmm. her son is named Nino. N i n o. Yeah. So it was like, we were like, what? Our son's named Nemo. And she was like, Nemo? Really? <laughs> so anyways, uh, we just have like a good group of kids in this neighborhood. And it, I, I, I like this house. The only thing I don't like about it is it doesn't, I, w- I want like one, I want like two more rooms and I want a room that I could put a big bath in. Mm-hmm. But because there's all these little kids in our neighborhood, I'm like, uh, it's- if my kids become friends with those kids i won't move them away it's such an amazing like thinking about growing up being able to just wander like seven houses down yeah to see that friend or going like six houses that direction to see the other guy yeah like it's i would have i didn't get to have it it was so amazing yeah and i want my kids to have that and so the where this kid nino lives there i mean you have to go well out of sight of our house. You have to mm-hmm. go to the corner, mm-hmm. take a right down a big hill, up another hill, and then they're mm-hmm. there. So they're like, mm-hmm. when you're a little kid, that's like a far bike ride. Yeah. So I like that they're like, they have to go a little bit away from our house. I didn't mm-hmm. get to grow up with that. I didn't have kids in my neighborhood. They were just like, kids it, didn't live where I lived. <laughs> it, 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 made, it made it so easy. <laughs> to to just like like ev- like literally every day there's like three or four of you that are within like seven houses that are just like hanging out yeah it, 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 that would be yeah. cool i want sometimes i wonder if it's one of the reasons that i am like as introverted as i am in terms of like i get energy from being alone is because growing up my summers were like video games and books Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't like, there were no kids in my neighborhood that I played with. Mm-hmm. So I read a lot and I played video games a lot. Like that was where it. like, yeah, like, like, ever, like almost all of my summer days, like even the ones that it was like raining because you just go into someone else's house was just like, like, we, like I was, I think I was almost always with during the week with some other kid on the street. I mean, I guess I'm kind of mischaracterizing it because I went to daycare for a long time. And there were other kids my age. Oh, sure. But like on the weekends mm-hmm. or, you know, like I just, or in the evening or anything, it was just, I was by myself because I just didn't have, there weren't kids in my neighborhood. It was weird. My mom says it's her, one of her biggest regrets <laughs> is that the yeah, neighborhood well, I, they picked, there just weren't, there weren't kids on our cul-de-sac and there weren't really kids in that neighborhood. Like, like all, like all the parents basically had to say like 10 o'clock is the time. So that you didn't just have like one of the kids in the street wandering up and knocking on your door in the morning before ten o'clock. 
Yep. Because like so like that that was just our time when like it was okay you could go to that kid's house because it was ten o'clock. We had. Like, this... I, remember, I remember being like, all right, it's like 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 it's like nine forty two. Yep. <laughs> we had the same thing in my where my dad lived. Who I didn't get to. I didn't get to go to his house that much. But we had the same thing where it was like, you can't go to people's house before ten, and you can't you can't go to anybody's house or call after nine. Mm. And that one was kind of weird because it was the same thing. It was like, hey, I'm gonna. It's like uh, I want to call Andy, and it's like, it's eight fifty four, dude. <laughs> like you can't. You're not gonna play with him. Yeah, why do you want to call? What do you want to call him for? What do you want to go over there for? And like that was just a place where you're learning like, oh, okay, so 8.54 is basically 9. Mm-hmm. But if it's 8 o'clock. I think we're at Yeah, just kind of learning that stuff. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited about all the. Yeah, that will be great for him. I hope so. I'm, I mean, I hope they're friends that he makes. I don't know. The, like it's something where like they'll. they'll... It seems like those kids are always at least friends until uh, middle a school? certain age when it, when it's easier for the kids themselves to travel further to get to other kids they like better at school. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I don't know. One of the things that I'm anxious about, and we'll just have to see how it goes as they get older, is like our kids aren't probably going to be just in their neighborhood schools. Yeah. Like and that, that, that'll be a – well – I'm not too worried about it because I'm not friends with anybody I went to school with. Like a couple of the, well, de- definitely one of the kids that I, that was on our street that I hung out with wasn't in the same school district. Like didn't go to the same school. I, I don't know why thinking back to it. Cause like we literally live in the same street. Like, I don't know how districts worked or school boundaries worked, but. Uh, They're usually racist. I, I think so. He was he was a different shade of white than me, so. Uh, he was a newfie. But like I still hung out with him, and I. But then I also had my friends from school. But I don't think those I don't think those groups ever came together. Yeah, I don't know because I had I had friends growing up who would have sleepovers and stuff that were school friends. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm not like friends. I'm not friends. friends with a single person that I grew up with. I like. I haven't talked to Steve since his wedding. Steve was the only high school friend that I really had left anymore. Mm-hmm. And I haven't talked to him since his wedding, and that was like a year ago or two years ago. I have, so I have to illegally stream Hobbs and Shaw for a bunch of douchebags from high school on Saturday. Like I could go to jail for illegally streaming Hobbs and Shaw through Discord to them. Don't. Say it on the. Why am I saying that on Twitch? Internet. The Rock is the Rock is watching this. Um, He's not happy. You look at her viewers and it's like way up for some reason. Oh shit! Hundred ten. Man, can you imagine if we had a hundred viewers? That'd be so cool. If we got over, if we got over twenty, I'd be like, I'd be floored. Yeah. Um. What was I just saying? Hundred and Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> so many rocks. Yeah, I'm like my friends now are friends I made in college. Mm-hmm. Friends I I've made through my kids, kind of since working at Cornerstone. Kind of, it's like a weird mix of that. You guys, 
Mm-hmm. Who I, I mean, I worked with everybody. Is everybody in movie night somebody we worked with? No, we never worked with Schwat. He's the only one. It's so weird because it's like... <laughs> Me! I... Matt was my best friend. Best friends are weird too because it's like Matt and Donnie are my best friends, but you're also my best friend. But me and Matt don't do a podcast together, but you and I, you know what I mean? Like, I was friends with Matt, which made me friends with you. And then because you were friends with Leaf, we all got jobs at Best Buy. So Leaf is our best friend. And then because we got jobs at Best Buy, we met Javin. And Jeff, and because we met Javin and Jeff, we met Schwat. Mm-hmm. And because we were at Best Buy, we met Nick. Like, and because I knew Matt, then I met Ra. Like, it's just it's weird how it's spiderwebbed. But mm-hmm. Matt wasn't somebody I went to school with. Matt was cousins with a kid on my street. So I guess that counts, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, yeah. It's, it was a kid on my street. It wasn't a kid I went to school with because Donnie lived yeah. across the street. Matt was his cousin. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's weird to trace. No, yeah, it's weird. Like, like I was like before we got on this. So, uh, so at like seven o'clock. Schwat, that was is play, true. I, I was playing. I was playing Fall Guys with uh, McCarran. Okay. Yeah, and and it's just like. You know, it, it's it's like it's 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 nice that like when you like to have like you know to have friends for that long that it's yeah. just like it's like it's just like hey I'm doing Fall Guys cool see ya. Is McCarran in Colorado? Yeah. Okay, I thought he was. Yeah, it's nice to have friends that long. I mean. I always kind of, it's probably not entirely true, but I always feel like even if I wanted to get rid of Donnie and Matt at this point, I couldn't. <laughs> Do you know I what I mean? <laughs> but like if I wanted to sever ties or something, it's like I've just been it's friends impossible. with them so long, it's just not possible. And the other really nice thing about like friends like that is I haven't, and I remember the, the first time this happened was when Donnie was in the military. And then he came back from the military and I hadn't seen him in over a year. And it was like, when he got back, it was just like, it was just right. Like everything was normal. Nothing was, mm-hmm. th- there was nothing. There was no like, oh, I got to get to know Donnie again. It was just mm-hmm. like everything. Like he hadn't been gone a day. Yeah. And then when he was out, cause he did four years in the air force when he was out, he came and then me and him and Amber lived together for three or four years. And, like, I don't even remember Donnie being gone in the military. Like, in my mind, it's so weird. It's like, we graduated high school and Donnie and I moved in together. It was like, it doesn't seem like he was gone for four years. It's just great to have friends where it's like, I haven't talked to Donnie. I haven't talked to Donnie since Rob's bachelor party, or Rob's wedding, I suppose, is the last time I saw Donnie. Mm -hmm. So... But I guarantee, like, I could see Donnie tomorrow, and it would just, he would, it would just feel, he feels familial. He sure. feels like a brother. He doesn't feel like mm-hmm. a friend. It's just like, it would just be the normal me and Donnie relationship. It's really, oh, yeah. it's really neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm tired. Like, like, Go ahead. 
I was gonna say like like that was kind of the like I hadn't. You can do it. I hadn't seen Katie in a while. Which Katie? Oh, okay. Uh, like, because she was out in California, and she like, um, she didn't like she hadn't come to like like Christmas or anything like that in like a year, a couple years, something like that. Uh, so we went to we went to to Germany. It you know it's 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 that sort of thing where it's like. I know everything about you. Yeah. Like none of that, you know, like that, like that stuff it already exists on the, on, on like the pile that is like our, our life together that it's like, you know, let's just hang out and like, it's, it's, it's like nothing. It's like nothing's changed. Well, you don't have to think about it. Exactly. It's just. It's just. Let's just. You know. It's, you're, you're just having a great time because it's like. Cause you, it's like you. You just know. You've known this person so long that it doesn't matter. Well, like, what's it's just like? It. It just clicks. What's weird is like I'll get anxious about seeing my family. I'll get is, like. Is that, if is, that, is, that, is that is that is that a political thing or is that like a some other thing? They're just weird. I don't know. I don't get oh, anxious. Yeah, I can see that. I don't get anxious. Like when I went up north recently just with my sister, that doesn't make me anxious. But I guess I, so I shouldn't say my family. It's like my dad and my stepmom. Because I'm excited uh, to see my mom tomorrow. No, I, I, 100, I, I 100% get that. Yeah. yeah. But that's weird. But I don't. Or, but the the big one for me, I guess, when I say family too, is like my cousins or my aunts and uncles, because mm-hmm. they're all not all, but a lot of them are just. I don't know how to be around them. I don't know how to be around people a lot of times. But yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah, like like I. That's one place where I've been hashtag blessed. Is that like. I go home for Christmas and I see all my cousins or like my, you know, like my brother and his family. And it's like, no, it's like, well, it's not like, it's not like nothing has changed, but it's, I, I, I know them and like, they're not crazy. Yeah. That it's, that it's like, it's just, you just come in, you just hang out and you talk. And it's like, it's like you weren't gone for the last 11 months. Yeah, that would be nice. Maybe I don't know. No, I I I think about that when I'm back there. It's I'm pretty such good a, with how I have things. It's such a it, it like I feel so happy about it, like because it's just so it's just such a good experience well, for it's, me. It's good that you're aware of it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I understand that. Like it. I'm I'm lucky that like I like what I have. Yeah. It's like it. It's it. I. And like I'll sit down and like you know we sit in at the at the kids table, but it's got you know fucking my cousin's fifty years old, and <laughs> you know like we're like we're like sitting downstairs like at the kids table eating you know Christmas Eve dinner together, <laughs> and we're just acting like we're like I'm eight and he's fuck what would he been like seventeen or something I don't even know like yeah that that kind it, of the the structure of the relationship is still there yeah and it's and it's it's nice like it like it it, it it it's 
it's like I, it sucks to have to I, travel to go back to it and have to spend all that time like you know like getting on a plane and getting there but then once i'm there it's like oh it's, this this is great it's like a blanket. i'm, happy to, it's I'm like happy to be here big warm blanket <laughs> yeah exactly i think about that all the time with our friend group I th- and we talk about it with our friend group but like there are people mm-hmm. who don't have this kind of really nice reliable Mm-mm. network of friends and i like i i don't know the exact number of years but i think this will be the first time depending on what it looks like this will be the first time in probably close to a decade that we might not do all day board day game day i just thought about that that would make me really sad we'll figure it out we'll figure something out because yeah, we, we months. because we Amber and I did that the first year of all day board day game day. Our walls are not painted. It's still like asylum white in that apartment. So if that's how long, the, how long ago if was that's that? the case, we were 24, which was a decade ago. Yeah, there you go. So I think we've been doing all day board day game day every year for 10 years. And that would just, I mean, that was, that was kind of the thing. It was like, I mean, I know Matt and Ann did Friendsgiving last year or whatever, but for us, it was like we like neither one of us. Well, especially me, I don't want to speak for Amber. It was like my my friends are my family because Amber is super close with her sister, but my friends are my family. Like my family mm-hmm. is so distant and my family is so weird and they make me uncomfortable and like. Going to my family holiday stuff is an obligation. And I was like, I want a reason to hang out with my friends in the holidays. Mm-hmm. And it was also in celebration of the fact that it was the first Black Friday. I didn't have to work oh, yeah. in a long time. The dream. But it was just like, I want to be with my friends because they're the people that I love. They're the people that I'm closest with. They're the people that I feel like family with. And so, yeah. Yeah. I just thought of that, that it'll be like, if we don't do it in November, I don't, that'll really bum me out. It, like if, if we don't do it, we don't do it. It's not like the end of the world, but it would bum me out because it would break a streak. No, no. I, I, yeah, we, we would have to do something else in like, I have, oh, how do you know if you could do it? Yeah. Try could to figure play, out how to play a board play, game in discord. Could you play Twilight Imperium over webcams? What's Twilight Imperium? Remember when you remember when you spent six and a half hours at my house? <laughs> Shit, with Pete and Jesse. Yeah, could that game be played? I don't remember over web. Oh, <laughs> uh, like, that game's just nonsense. Oh, Rolos' whole see, day of online games. I did see Shroud playing Concept over webcam. What's Concept? The game. The oh! game that I brought every year. The game that we like kicks off all day board day now. That some so yeah, or it, that, that we don't actually play competitively. We just play for fun. Yeah, but you right. know what? I really want to play again. I had so much fun last year playing Jaws. I want to play oh, that. Yeah. I want to play that game again, really bad. So that we, it could be played. Like we may have to like cater the the games that can be done because like you can't have like a hand of cards, but. We could use webcams and we could figure it out. We could. I like the idea of online games 
and I'm not trying to shit on it, but one of the things that I love is that Amber gets to be included, Anne gets to be included, and kids get to be included. Because, like, mm-hmm. I have a really – one of my favorite memories from last year is watching Nick play magnet tiles with Nemo for seriously, like, almost an hour. Mm. Oh, yeah. It was just really sweet, like, watching Nick play with Nemo. <laughs> we were all playing Jaws, and Nick's sitting on the floor – uh playing magnet tiles with with nemo and then yeah like thatcher and evie coming over and i don't know it's like yeah. i just it's like i said it's my friends are kind of more my family than my family is that's, that's uh yes last year no <laughs> i think was last i think that was just a gloomhaven thing i don't that think was he, a I, don't, I don't think he had sneaky game. squirrel Oh shit! Wait, you just made me even more sad, because Nemo has an actual board game to play at all day board day game day now, and it's called Sneaky Squirrel, and he loves that game. Sneaky Squirrel is different than regular squirrel stealing acorns. No, that's Sneaky Squirrel. Is that what we're playing with Nemo? We're- where you spin the die, you spin the thing, and it's like, oh, I get, I get a blue yeah, acorn. But from Nemo, yeah, but you, you guys played that with Nemo before Gloomhaven. Not yeah. every not everybody has gotten to play it with them. Oh, but that's the same game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't know what it's actually called. We call it Sneaky Squirrel. Oh, that movie game was great. Oh, well, you could easily play that like a game like that over webcams, where it's like I have to try and think of like the name of the movie and try to explain it to you. Yes. Could you play Sneaky Squirrel over the web game? You could probably play that. Do you think Nemo could figure that out? Look, if it's not snowing. You could put the board in like in an op- in like your front lawn, and I I would come and just flick the thing, and just see who's like who's like nuts I'm taking. <laughs> who's nuts I'm taking? <laughs> when Wade, when Wade tried to do, uh, I'm singing in the rain, and, <laughs> and he almost broke my banister. Oh my god. Oh, that was good. That almost killed us. I'm in the sunken place now. See, man, <laughs> we gotta figure out a way to do all day board day game day. It's a fucking hey, tradition. We have we got three months to figure that out. We will figure it out. I hope we can just do it in person. We're grown adults, we can figure it out. Are good enough by then to do it in person. How about this? You, me, uh, Rolo, uh-huh. Javin, uh-huh. all put uh-huh. our jobs at risk. Uh huh. We break in. Uh huh. To the Woodbury High School Activity Center. You're saying break in? We don't have keys. Yeah, not break in, but we let these people into the activity center, and we have socially distanced board games in the activity yeah. center. Yeah, just just open the gym. The activity center is huge. It's got like four basketball courts on it. So however big that is, it's enormous. Perfect. Oh, I hadn't thought thought about that. I really hope we get to do it. I also have a thing about I don't want to break streaks. Me and Amber were both saying that because we've been to the cabin. So the first time that we went to this cabin, she was pregnant with Nemo. And that like... Our kids have technically been at the cabin even even during their inception because Aurora was too. 
And so it was like, oh, we don't want to break the streak. <laughs> I don't want to break the, the all day board game day streak. It's an interesting thing. It's like, like you had your cabin streak. Like, like I did the same thing in July where it was the eight of us from high school that like, we've just gone, we've just done the cabin every year. Yeah. So we just, we, we, we trust each other enough that it's like, I, I, we're, we're going to this cabin. We're not wearing masks. We're just going to hang out, drink and just have the cabin together. So it's, it's a, it's an interesting thing where it's like, if, if you think that like the like the people coming to all day board gay, the uh, well the gays are coming right <laughs> all day board gay. Hopefully the uh, gays oh, come. Uh, I want to see their again. Kids this, too. this is November at this point, but it's like you know um, if, if 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 they're good enough for the days leading up that you can trust that they be in your house. Yeah, I mean I'll tell you what. I'll still be down with hosting it unless things get way worse. I'll still be Mm -hmm. down with hosting it. It's just people's like my problem with ask with hosting it is that people then have to say no to it. It puts people in a weird social Mm -hmm. obligation place. Mm -hmm. And I don't like, I would almost rather not host it than put somebody in the position of saying, I don't want to because I'm afraid to get sick. Oh, hundred percent. Like at that point you do, I would just rather not do it. Right, or, or, I don't want to do it. The, or do it a different way. I don't want to put people in that position. No, because that, that, that's that's not that's not. I mean, that's nice to them. That's what we've said about movie night too. Is movie yeah. night? We don't go back to in person movie night until a hundred percent of people say yes. Because it's just it's. I guess I don't like rude's not the best word, but that's it's just it's just not fair. It's not pol- it's not polite to the other people to put them in that position. Uh, Wade, the word that in your sentence, I don't know what it's referring to. Your wife posted an interesting article about that on Facebook today. My wife posts on Facebook? Oh, fuck. Is she... Is she in... Oh, it's about taking... She's an anti-masker now? Yeah, it's about it's about taking off your masks and screaming at your neighbors. She probably posted Am- it today because we're not putting our kids in school this year. Amber. Social Oster obligations camp? and inviting people to things. So... What the fuck is this? That's not your wife? I I wouldn't know how to get into my Facebook. The only reason I can get into Messenger is because the Messenger app saves my password. Um, I've said that since the beginning that I think I don't think people appreciate the social obligation, the social pressure to do things enough when it comes to COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, because we kept having people say things to us like well, I did this or I saw this person. So if you don't want to come over, I totally understand. And in my mind, it's like, hey, fuck you. It's on you. Like my whole thing since the beginning is like, remember when I thought we were going to be doing device collection and it was going to be like face to face with hundreds and hundreds of parents to collect devices. You remember that? Mm Mm-hmm. And what I told Amber was like, look, if this is how it all shakes out and I have to go do device collection and like be taking devices from hundreds of people, we're not going to tell people like if you're okay with the fact that we that I've been around this many people, you guys can still come over 
because it still puts the obligation on them mm-hmm. to say no. It still is all the social pressure goes on their shoulders, and that's fucking, it's not fair. What you should do is say, I have been exposed to way too many people that I don't know. I'm going to take two weeks before I start seeing people again. So I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but we won't be able to see you for the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't, I don't think people give enough appreciation to the fact that we're very heavily social creatures. And that if you say like, well, I've been around all these people, but if you're comfortable with that, you can still come over. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you're making them say no. And so then if they say no, it's like them telling you you're dirty. <laughs> or yeah. is it like there's weird, there's weird subtext to it. So I don't know what the article that Amber has posted, but Amber and I have kind of been in, on agreement in that from the beginning. Is like, if we think that we're at risk for anything, we're going to tell people that they cannot see us. It's not like we're not giving them a choice. It's like, but I, I'm okay with it. I really want to come over. It's still going to be like, no, we're telling you you can't. Like, like I had a, uh, an acquaintance of ours that was playing uh, Paper Magic with Magic the Gathering with uh, some people that he knows and, what, and apparently where they play is like very close to my house. Uh, and like he was like, hey, you know, we're, we're playing this Friday, blah, blah, blah. He's like, Oh, like, like, unless that's like, you know, unless you don't like feel comfortable coming over to you, like, 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 it was something where like he'd been doing it for a few weeks that it was like, oh shit, like this, I forgot that maybe Dan just doesn't feel like that's just not something he's feels good enough doing yet. Okay. That he doesn't want to come over and play that like it, it you know, like he been doing it long enough that like he's like oh crap I have to base I have to catch myself to say like it's, you know you don't have to come over like it but yeah. you know it's like I mean I'm just letting you know it's happening but you know like like yeah like no like you don't have to come over but I'm just you know if you feel comfortable you can yeah but don't feel like I I I forgot that that's not something that like not everybody I is forgot it's 2020 with. yeah well and to be clear I think. I think people are doing it from a place of like, I just don't think people are putting enough thought into it is what I'm saying. Mm. Cause I think people are saying like, well, like in their mind, they're like, I don't want to tell you that you can't come over, mm-hmm. but I want you to have all the information before you yeah. do. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're putting enough thought into the fact that when you do it that way, all a, uh, a consequence of it is that you're then offloading the social pressure onto them. I don't mm-hmm. think I'm not saying that's people's intended purpose. I'm not saying people are being cowardly or anything like that. I think they're actually trying to be nice and not accommodating, but I can't think of the kind of word that I want to use, but they're trying to not tell you you can't come see us. Yeah. But the consequence of that behavior is then all the social pressure is then put on this person to say like no, I'm not comfortable with the choices you've made or the things you've done. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a weird subtext to it that even though you don't mean that, it's like your dumb, you know, mammalian social brain kind of a part of it will perceive it that way. And so the, yeah. easy, the easier way to do it is to be firm and just say, 
because of XYZ, I don't think it's appropriate for us to see anybody. So we're not seeing anybody. Yeah, like, like, like my dad was like making food on Sunday and he was, he was inviting somebody over. And like, I, it, like, it took me a few minutes to like build up, like, I guess, like, like courage for lack, like, lack of a better word, but basically to say to him, like, do you trust this person? Like, like, I don't, like, I don't, like, I need you to tell me that this person has been, like, if you want me to come over as well and, like, eat your brisket with this other person, like, I need you to, like, I need you to vouch for this, like, I need you to yeah. give me, like, a blood oath that this person is, like, not a fucking dipshit. Yeah, because like, I because like I have to go to work tomorrow, and like I don't want to be that. Like like you need to like and, and like that wasn't like it took me like it wasn't easy for me to say it to my own dad, but it's oh, like yeah. I, I I had to say to him like like you, like I don't want you to fuck this up for me. Like, <laughs> well, if you fuck this up, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm gonna be pissed off that like. Well, and I <laughs> like, don't want you to fuck it up for other the other exactly. people. I'm not like, super worried about myself. I mean, I no, have like, my that, own. That's the thing. It's like yeah, I don't want to be that fucking guy. That like so it's like if you if you do this to me oh boy yeah like, <laughs> so there's a there's a woman I work with who I adore who I recently got to see and her and this other woman I'm not gonna name names if they ever listen which they won't they'll know who they are but the second they saw me they started clamoring for pictures of my kids <laughs> Javin yeah it's 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 it's, it's exactly weird. what it is. Uh, so they started clamoring for pictures of my kids. Now these, both these women are in their late fifties would be my guess. If you're listening, either you ladies and you're not, I'm really sorry. Uh, but they started, they're the, they're just the sweetest ladies and it was so nice to show off my kids, but they're at a higher risk than I am. And so, a, pro- a problem for me is that, like, I'm not super worried about me. I'm a little more worried about, like, my son because he has a hard time getting over coughs. But I'm not super worried about my son either because, by and large, the, the data has shown that kids aren't at super high risk. But I do have to go into a building and work around people, and a lot of teachers are, like, 50-plus. So if I'm... If I'm exposing myself to you, I'm hoping that you are doing everything that you can to not be overly exposed with other people because I then have to go work around people who are at a higher risk. Mm-hmm. And like Amber and I have had to have that conversation with, uh, well, mostly Amber has had the conversation with her sister because we felt like there was kind of conflicting ideas between Amber and I and James and Amanda about what was okay. And we, we didn't feel like we were on the same page. And like my whole thing with this is like, I don't want to guilt anybody. I don't want to make anybody feel bad unless you're an anti-masker, in which case then I'll just call you a fucking idiot and I'll drop the hammer. I don't give a fuck. If you're being an anti-masking asshole, then then I that at that point it's like why well, don't give a fuck what you think about me or what happens to our relationship cuz f- fuck you <laughs> but that wasn't the case so what i was say, what i was saying to amber is like with them it was like 
if they think this thing is okay and we think these things are okay and they just don't line up, mm-hmm. that's fine. Like if we don't mm-hmm. line up, that's okay. We don't have to match up. But you and we need to be a thousand percent honest about mm-hmm. what we're doing and what our behavior actually looks like. Not socially what people are saying is acceptable. What are we actually doing? What does our behavior actually look like? Because the only way I can make an informed decision on whether or not I want to see you in person and spend time with you is if I know what you're actually doing. Mm -hmm. So you have to be crystal clear with like Mm -hmm. what you're doing, who you're seeing, and kind of more broadly than that, like what what you think is an acceptable way to see people because you don't have to tell me like, well, I'm seeing Ben and David and Jason and Lenny. (laughs) Like, I don't need to know all these fucking people you're seeing. Are you seeing them distanced outside with masks on or are you all riding around in a car together? Did you shake hands? You do Italian kisses. What are you doing? Like, yeah. What, like, what are the ways that you think are appropriate to see people? Because once I know that, and then I know like, oh yeah, we're probably seeing four or five people. Okay, then I can make a decision on, on how I want to interact with you. Because yeah, it's a weird thing, but in 2020, how I interact with you could literally end up killing somebody. Mm-hmm. Like if to be really blunt about it, I could interact with you, and you could have interacted in a way with somebody that wasn't as cautious as it could have been. Mm-hmm. And that person could have had COVID. Then mm-hmm. you might have COVID. Then I might have COVID. I might go into work, you know, sneezing twice, thinking like it's allergies because just before this podcast, I had to take a, an allergy pill because I was sneezing. Haven't sneezed once on the podcast. My nose doesn't itch anymore. If you noticed at the beginning of the podcast, I was itching my nose a bunch. It's Cocaine. allergies. <laughs> oh, cocaina. But if I go in and I sneeze and I sneeze around like a 60 year old office coordinator and then she gets sick and dies like that's on me. It's just, it's really serious. <laughs> it's not a casual thing. So that was where I think we and Amber and her sister, I think have talked or planning to talk. I don't know, but it's like, we just, I'm not going to judge you. I just need to know where you're at. Yeah. I just need to know what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Matt's getting into the virus spread. I, it's too late for me to get into all that, but it, but no, that's the thing. It's like, it's like, like I, this, this is definitely of that, like of that generation. No worries, Matt. Sorry. I didn't mean to pick on you. Oh, of like a certain age, but it's like I like I wish my dad wouldn't go to as many like breweries or whatever like as he does. Yeah, still, How uh, I can't stop him. Is your dad in his sixties? Yeah, like I I can't stop him, but like no. it's like I like I know that like he's going out, like he's wearing his mask in public, and if he gets a beer at this place. Like he's going and like doing the things you're supposed to do. So like, like I know he's being as like safe as possible. It's just I wish like 
because he's my dad, I just like he would just take the extra layer and just not do that thing. Yeah, that's probably hard because your dad lives alone. Well, and that's it. Like, like, like he's retired. I mean, I get and, it. Like, and like, it's like he's like, oh, let's, let's go do this. Like, like, so it's like I wish he wouldn't do it, but I I know that he's doing it as safely as possible. So that's at least a relief. Where it's yeah, like something you where, can. Or it's, it's it's like some douchebag at the place he's like that he's going to has to have not been to infect him basically, and like and like that that would that would suck horribly. But it's like he's doing what he can. So it's like, unfortunately, like somebody else, but like he's putting himself at the chance that that somebody else could do it. He is putting himself at risk, but it's yeah. like you said you can't stop him. So yeah. to give two examples, one, and I, I'm not, if if uh, Big J is listening, Big J and Amanda are listening, I'm not trying to pick on anybody. Uh, well, fuck them. <laughs> but uh, Amanda is, uh, she's a real estate agent. And so if she decided like, well, when I'm showing somebody a house, I'm not going to wear a mask, and uh, but I am going to maintain social distance. But it's too hard to show this house while I'm wearing a mask. Let's say that's what she decided. I'm not saying that mm-hmm. is, but I'm just saying like, sure. uh, and I I also like I don't want to force this person to wear a mask to see this house, right? But I will make sure we maintain ten feet of distance. W- all I need to know is like. That's how you're going to show houses and mm-hmm. condos. I don't I don't I don't need you to do anything. I just need to know what you're doing. And, th- and that's saying like and then you can make the informed decision of like, okay, she showed a house five days ago. Unless she's asymptomatic, she's fine. And from Amber's reading and then relaying to me, because I didn't go out and read it, but like it seems like, because Matt brought up asymptomatic people, it seems like most people who are passing the virus are in close contact and are showing some kind of symptom like coughing or sneezing. And so the other... That gets it out there. Yeah. The other example that I wanted to give is I was at work this week and there was a woman. She, yeah. I, I haven't noticed this at all any other time. So it made me even more anxious. Mm-hmm. But this woman was like coughing and it sounded like a gnarly cough. And I'm like, why the fuck is she why here? Are you here? <laughs> and she was like assuring everybody like, it's just allergies. It's just allergies. I get allergies all the time at this time of year. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, go, th- I don't give a fuck. Go the fuck home. You're c- it was like every two or three minutes she would have like, <laughs> and it would just be that, but it would be like, every few minutes and it was just like go home mm-hmm. and like for me the tech i i've literally set up a laptop for you and it was just sitting on her desk like you can work from home you just don't know she didn't you just don't want to and so now me i was talking about me having uh like sneezing and so, mm-hmm. like, when I have allergies, I'll sneeze, like, five, six, seven times in a row. Like, I'll have sneezing fits where I'm just like, let you, let you, like, just over and over again. But if I take an allergy pill, an hour later it goes away. So instead of taking my allergy pill in the morning, I started to make sure I take it after dinner 
because then if I'm going to have, if I wake up in the morning and I'm still sneezing, I'm just not going to go into work. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. people just need to adjust their behavior like that. Like if that's the case, if like you took your allergy pill in the morning and then you went to work, at, but it's only been 20 minutes and your allergy pill hasn't kicked in, mm-hmm. come to work an hour later mm-hmm. or just take your allergy pill at night. They're fucking 24 hours. Yeah. I took my pill an hour before we started the podcast and I guarantee if you go back and watch the beginning of the podcast, you'll see me itching my nose a bunch, taking my headphones off to itch my ears. But then as it started to take more and more of effect, I, I'm not really doing it as much. My nose isn't itchy. I'm not sneezing. But yeah, like, like it's I, maybe I should start doing that because like like I wake up most mornings and when I drink water that first time, it, it like it like rehydrates my system and then like my nose will be like a little like stuffy for like an hour until i take my like i, I don't have it nearly as bad as you but like as i've as i've gotten no, older like i need to take like a zyrtec whatever like uh in early like late summer early spring it just for whatever reason destroys me what like whatever nonsense pollen is out there from like Late August summer to, early spring. So like August to like August to like October. You mean and, late summer to and like fall? and like March to oh like okay, March okay. To, yeah yeah like March to June okay though like what for like like the the early bloom and like the whatever the fuck happens in like like early early fall uh fucks me up and it like. It, it, Christ, it was like six years ago. Like I'd never had it, and then all of a yeah, sudden, you like can develop them as you get older. Like, like all of a sudden, I was like, like my eyes were like watering, and it like hurt below like my eyelids. Like it was like itchy. I'm like, the fuck is wrong with me? And it's like, oh, I just had. So like, I, I'm like, I'm like this weird like, like thirty something year old dude going up to like the person at like the CVS kind of like, I think I have allergies. <laughs> What am I supposed to take? <laughs> and like, and like having them tell me, like, oh, just buy that one. Like, and I, it's, it's helped. But, like, yeah, like I got, like, as I got older, I just have this, this dumb, like, I need to take it for a few months every year. A weird thing for me is that if I eat better, my allergies mm-hmm. aren't as bad. Hmm. So I get allergies in late summer and early fall. It's really the only time I get allergies. Uh, and if I'm eating like garbage, I have to take like a Claritin D, which has a decongestion. It's the one that you have to buy from a pharmacist and like show your mm-hmm. ID for. But like, if like, I'm like, like your your body's not strong enough to, like I don't know what it is. But if I'm eating healthy, if I'm not eating like shit and and just eating like normal good food, mm-hmm. uh, I can get away with just an antihistamine, like just a regular Claritin okay. pill. Mm-hmm. So it's very rare that I have to take a Claritin D anymore, uh, because I've just noticed like if I'm if I'm eating well, mm-hmm. it doesn't like my allergies just don't hit me as hard. It's really weird. Matt says cool cork about my allergy sneezes they smell different than when I have a cold. My allergy sneezes have a sweet smell to them and hates it, so I know when I have a sneeze. I don't care if you know when you have allergies. If you're sneezing a bunch, don't go into your office. Like, I know you're not going in at all. I'm just saying in general, 
for everybody else's yeah matt right away says oh of course <laughs> i know you're not i'm just saying like you right now in 2020 you reassuring me that it's just allergies it's like i don't give Is a it f- enough? i don't give a <laughs> fuck in 2019 or hopefully in 2021 if you're in there going like i sorry i'm sneezing a bunch it's just allergies i'd be like all right cool i sneeze a bunch when i have allergies whatever but oh. like right now you just don't like you don't get to even if, even if you're a hundred percent sure it's like for everybody else's mental health, don't go to work. 2021, Dan at Oktoberfest doing snooze, sneezing because it hurts so much and he's not getting <laughs> confused within his nose. They won't care because it's 2021. But 2020, stay the fuck home. Stay home. Yeah. Vitamin Anderson says, the funny thing is how little we cared prior to COVID. Uh, yeah, I think my boss would 100% back me up, Wade. That's, I think we we were lucky enough to work in a environment where definitely our boss I mean, is I think, more than happy. I don't know that the environment is necessarily reflective of it, but our leadership and our department, I think is, if I was like, so my the weird I'm, I'm not fucking machining tubes so like i don't have to be there every day well so our like... boss has literally said in a meeting before like if we were putting caps on bottles this would be a different story but we're not yeah. like you guys don't have to be on site all the mm-hmm. time like mm-hmm. um the the weird thing about this coughing woman was like her she has her office which per the guidelines the mask mandate you don't have to wear your mask when you're in your office Mm -hmm. but to get to the office of the woman i had to work or i had to help i had to walk through that woman's workspace so i walked through the workspace and that was fine but then when i was in the other office the like further interior office I could hear that woman coughing and I was like, what is going on? And I heard her assuring other people like, it's just allergies. Don't worry. Then I walked, like I held my breath. (laughs) I walked out, I held my breath for a long way and then I breathed. And then the woman who had that, that back office emailed me later with another thing. And I told like, I was like, I didn't say it to anybody, but I was like, I'm not going back in there. And if she needs help, like if she's finally like, can you just come in here and look at this? I would have felt comfortable enough because of our leadership in our department, thankfully, to say like, because of how much Carrie is coughing, I'm not coming in to help you. Like mm-hmm. if you want to bring your laptop to me, I guess, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, or what I decided was I would just have remoted in, but I emailed her directions and she was able to do it. But I would have felt perfectly comfortable saying like, oh shit, I named that person, didn't I? I was I was talking to my dad about this on the weekend, Oops. where I hope one thing that comes from this is so like every, everyone that is reasonable has worn a mask at this point. Yeah, and so I, I would it would be amazing if in the future where like say you had a cold, not not allergies, but like a cold, and you're like you know what I'm not super sick, but I kind of want to still want to go into work and you just wore a mask that day yeah like that would be fucking amazing like the amount of people that come in like like schwat talked about it the amount of people that come in that are just not they don't have like fucking h1n1 
or the norovirus. They're just kind of sick. And they could technically still kind of get you sick. If they just came in and wore a mask, the amount that that would cut down on, like, people in their workplace also getting sick. I mean... So hopefully, like, like just us being comfortable wearing masks in general will help with us be like, you know what? I kind of feel weird today. I don't want to take a sick day. I'm just going to wear a mask all day. I mean, and that's like, like, okay, that'd be amazing. I have, I'm that guy before COVID. I was like, I, would I did just, take sick days. I was, I just, I would fucking always just work. say, I got to be on death's door. Yeah. Call it sick. I got to have a fever of like 102. And yeah. like, I have to have the flu basically before I won't mm-hmm. come in. But I also just think like, Imagine how much it would, because there are some people who like, it's really hard. Like when I worked at Cornerstone, there were people who, if they called in sick, it was really hard to like, like we had two people at that school who cooked food for everybody. Mm -hmm. If they were out sick, because they worked so closely with each other, like, so if one was sick, both were sick, it was super hard to figure that out. Right? Yeah. So... But imagine if, like, a bunch of us who can work from home, like, if I have a cold, mm-hmm. I just don't go in, but I, I just am like, hey, I'm going to work remotely today. There's, yeah. In my job, there's never anything so urgent that I have to be there, like, right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like, imagine just if everybody who had a job like ours where it's like, if you just have a cold, just work from home. Shit's still getting done. You can remote to people's computer and fix stuff. And you will be spreading less sickness. Like even that would just cut down on the spread. I and that's the other thing. It's kind of it's besides the, like the mass thing is just that companies are seeing like at I I, I like in a post COVID world, just giving people the opportunity to work sometimes from home yeah. will improve their morale, like like a, a whatever percentage point that it's. Hopefully that stuff stays. Hopefully it does. Well, it's like, it, it, like it's like um, for whatever reason, like the United States is like the most like days worked, like least vacation. Like we like we 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 we, we work ourselves to the fucking bone. Well, my parents have traditionally always prided themselves on that. Well, and that's the thing. Like, we we tricked ourselves into thinking that some that that's somehow like a an amazing thing to lose all the good stuff in life to just work real goddamn hard all the time. It's like no, like you need to be able to enjoy the other stuff. Well, that's yeah. But, are you are you living to work or are you working to live? Right. Exactly. And like we've like our the 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 propaganda around working in the United States has been so good at making you feel like but I mean you need to come in all the time otherwise you're a fucking jackass. It's been <laughs> nice to be working this week. Like to be back kind of doing my normal job this week. No, no. It's been nice. So what all I'm saying is like I get that it might not be fair. Like I get mm-hmm. that a teacher has to be in front of kids and and mm-hmm. if they're sick they have to take a sick day. And it's yep. not fair that if I'm sick, I can just take a, I'm going to work from home day. Yeah. It's not fair, but ultimately it could end up benefiting any or all of us. Yes. Yeah. So how about you just get over the fact that like nothing in life is fair. You get the whole summer off. I have to work the whole summer. That's not fair. Like 
there's just shit that's not fair. And I think most teachers honestly wouldn't care. But I think there are people who would be like, well, how come all the texts can just work from home? I don't have that option. And I just want I just want to live in a reality where people are like, no, yeah, you're right. You don't have that option. You would have to take mm-hmm. a sick day. Well, can I get five more sick days in the tech? Sure. Like I would give up some of my sick time. Mm-hmm. If I, I get too much of it. If I could just work from home, if I like, if I like, I woke up and I'm just sniffy and I have a fever of like 99.6, but it's like I could take some ibuprofen and go into work and be just fine. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm going to get other people sick. Mm-hmm. Sure, I'll take less sick days. You give the teachers more sick days, and I just work from home when I want to. Yeah. Because the most that's going to happen is somebody's going to be like, my smart board doesn't work. Or my projector bulb doesn't work. And it's going to be like, ah, tough shit. You're not using that for today. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, go go upstairs and get one of the projectors that's on a cart and use that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sorry, but tough. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing where it's like, I think there are, like, I'm... I will never downplay like what this has cost us as like a human race. But like there are there are things that like there there are good things that can come from this. Like just in yeah. the United States of like like how people can act, how how certain businesses can like conduct themselves that are that will just be for the betterment of, of the of like of the whole. Yeah, I agree. That's kind of that, you know, I'm not, I'm not super huge into Jocko Willink. He's a podcaster and like a personality, but one of the things he talks about, he's got this whole motto, it's called good. And it's like when, when tough shit comes his way, he just goes good. Like it's an, it's just an opportunity mm-hmm. instead of saying like, oh, this sucks and everything sucks and everything's hard. All It's like, all right, good. How can, like, how can I use this to kind of give me a paradigm shift and change my mentality? Mm-hmm. I gotta go to bed, man. Because I still, <laughs> I still gotta, I still gotta save this shit, which with a two and a half hour podcast takes forever, and then I gotta upload it. You can upload it tomorrow. I suppose I could. Uh, the uploading doesn't take that long. It's fucking audacity saving it. Oh, you, you, you can go to sleep while it saves. I gotta go to bed. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Yeah, great time. What would Jocko say about that, Adam? He that dude sleeps like four hours a night. I can't do that. I did that for all like I I need sleep. I had I had struggled with sleep for a long time and then for a long time I would go to bed at like eleven and get my ass up at four in the morning to write and it just I can't do it anymore with kids. Maybe Man, when, maybe like, when they're older I could. Something I could never like I could never picture myself being that sort of special forces like military person where you have to exist out in the wilderness awake like and aware of what's happening for days yeah like no no fucking way <laughs> nope takes a special breed man yep all right thanks for tuning in everybody we didn't even get to the rob's random topic this was uh this was a very fun episode um yeah. i don't even remember what we this thing flew by like i can't believe it's almost 11 o'clock yeah, how the fuck is it 10:45? I uh, I was just having a lot of fun, and I kind of wish I could keep going, but I gotta go to bed, man. Love you too, Rolo. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, I don't yeah. know how long Kib- Kibby was here, but he just 
I don't know if he had something to do. I was glad to see Kibby again. So Kibby, if you're still around, it's good to see you. Uh, yeah. If you don't subscribe to us and this is your first time listening to us, you should you should subscribe to us because it's cool. Um, you can also follow us on Twitch. You can follow us on Twitter at TMSS underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. We are brought to you as always, first and foremost, by Joy the Good Boy, who is out cold and very adorable. We're also brought to you by Mike Long, a wonderful designer from Minnesota who designed all our graphics. Thanks, everybody. We will see you next week. <laughs>